0: PlayStation experience access provided by Sony. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Frame Trap. We are breaking the rules today. Oh, my. We're not doing a standard show. We're not doing a, hey, what have you been playing? We are opening hot and keeping this train rolling. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a shorter, shorter episode. It's just uh, there are games that have come out that we've been waiting for a long time that we want to discuss that... You know, I had my review and I want to give other people a chance to talk. And we saw some things at PSX that warmed our souls. And I'm excited to talk about it. A
1: big bowl
2: of soup. Revitalized me. Big
0: bowl of soup. (laughs) Yeah. Some chicken noodle soup right there. I hope this episode is a big bowl of soup. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Moore. With me are three lovely, like, JRPG fans, you know, comrades in arms. Uh, down there at the end, Michael Damiani. How's it going? It's going well. Damiani, I that is a, this is a sharp hat, I gotta say. Everyone like,
3: says that every time I wear it. Yeah, yeah well, I like You rock that. it well. And then when you well. see the back of it, everyone asks what the heck's on the back. And I don't to know this if I day, see the back of the day. No one knows what this is. SEC. Yeah. We, we just don't know. So yeah, what he, is uh, we don't know. It's a mystery. Square Annex. Yeah, yeah Square Enix. Enix. <laughs> that's, that's what it is
2: for sure. He's like, Watch Watchdogs vibes. I
0: don't. Uh, I don't do hats very well, but that it looks so snazzy that I kind of want to. Yeah, yeah Dominic can
1: rock hats really good.
0: He did. He can. He does it well. I. Uh, I'm so sad. I don't own a single piece of official Easy as merchandise. Dude, what? I know. I know.
2: Come on, man. Come Come on, Please support us. You gotta. I will, du- <laughs> Please support us. I Please be yourself.
1: You gotta yeah. double down like Blood does, dude. The shirt and the jacket. Oh, the same when time. Blood devils
0: down, Blood devils down yeah. so hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh. he's got like a shirt, a uh, sweatshirt, a pin. I love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's he's living the
2: dream. He's got the hat, the flag. Yeah. Whoa. Special guest appearance. Special guest here. appearance. Brandon Jones Brandon on the side. Oh. What's happening? Uh, Get his laptop. Oh. Back to work. <laughs>
1: Not a normal episode indeed. Uh,
0: Michael Huber. Yo. Best shirt on the panel, I would say. I the had official, to wear it. The official the PSX official, shirt.
2: I washed it immediately. Got home <laughs> that night and washed it. Oh. I washed Kyle Bossman's too. Oh. Yeah, I got wow. it. Because I, I, I took Are her you guys shirt, living together? No, I took okay. his shirt in my backpack. Brought it home. I said, you know what, Kyle? I'll wash Is this too. a
1: large or a medium? This is a medium. Dude, they didn't have any when I went. Mm. Like, a- we got XL and
2: large. Uh. So, man... How did it feel putting it on for the first time? It feels good. Always breaking in a new shirt. Yeah. I don't like the back though. All these, like, back things. I was think. there. You okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got of backs of shirts today. I was there. Yeah, was there. oh, that's... Like, I, that takes away from it. I don't need to say that I was there. I just like the design. I mean,
0: isn't that kind of obvious? Like, isn't that a super lazy slogan? If you have the shirt, you were there. Yeah. You know, you can put two to two together. Yeah. The thing that I'm worried about with that shirt, and what bums me out about my own video game shirt, which is most of my closet, uh, is it looks like, you know, you throw that in the wash a few times, and the the nice image oh, of Nathan yeah. Drake. It's gonna peel away. Yeah. Call of Duty man. Yeah. Cars Absolutely. from GTU Fade. So I have, I have a solution
3: for you if you want to spend a little bit more money. Oh, you know me. You just get the shirt dry cleaned each time. Uh, yeah, you do that. Each you time. You're, you're a
0: dry cleaning professional, and I respect that. Unless I should love that shirt. That. That's why right.
3: my yeah. Zelda jacket. People are like you bought that in 2005. Right right it looks like it's brand new. It does look like it's because it's brand yeah. it was like that thing never went into a regular washing machine. I was like, nope
0: nope <laughs> not, I mean I mean not, you, you dry you dry clean all your clothes but do you take special care of the Zelda jacket because I mean it's a really sick jacket
3: I just make sure like it, it's never left out like it's always okay. hung up like so Damn, it just dude. keeps it like wrinkle free and stuff like that's a, probably the piece of clothing I take the most care of besides the one suit I have that I like always oh. make sure it's wrapped up and stuff just so it doesn't get, like, any hair or anything on it. So when I bust it out, like, I don't have to worry about... This reminds
2: anyway. me of uh, Naraku with extra laces. Re- oh, yeah. <laughs> Re- rest of my
3: clothing line, not so much. <laughs> Pile it on the floor, yeah. and do whatever. and I cool. had a
2: WoW guildmate that had <laughs> the same pair of shoes. Like, three three mm-hmm. of the same pair of shoes. What? But each shoe had a different set of laces. What? Mm-hmm. So instead of, just, instead of just changing yeah. the laces, he had, like, three of the...
1: Yeah. His, name, his name's Naraku. What do you expect? He man? was Any Asha yes. Yeah. yeah what do amazing. you say? He's like you got to keep him fresh. He's like you got to keep it fresh.
4: Yeah. I feel like uh,
0: some of our audience may know this, but just to, just to reiterate, because I, I get so much of a kick out of it. Brad and Huber sometimes they will like dredge up lore from the yeah. past, mm-hmm. and they always have these friends that are either like insane. They're like, "Let me tell you about this crazy thing my friend does. He's got three of the same type of shoes with different laces." But those are the weirdest names, like yeah, Grumbomb, Grumbom. like me and
2: Grumbomb,
0: Bellinger, <laughs> staking it out, yeah. yeah, Gbomb, yeah, yeah,
1: and Naraku, Naraku, yeah,
2: okay, that was his wow name.
1: Just some weird. I bon mean, wow. that's his yeah. official name then. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bradley Ellis.
0: Hi. Yeah. Hey. Brad, he always looks so put together, and it looks like it takes no effort. I, I admire that. Just, it's nah, just, nah, it's nah, just nah. an it's effortless look. Cool. No, no. It's too cool. Uh, rocking the Genji shirt. Hell yeah, dude! I think that might be the best. That's the best shirt the, the, of any of the Overwatch mm-hmm. shirts. I like the Winston one. I like the Tracer mm-hmm. one. I like the Reaper one. But that one just gotta have the Genji one, dude. Yeah,
1: it's it's subtle. Cyborg ninja. I like that. Was I talking about that? that? Uh, I just like cyborg ninja
2: characters a lot. I asked you your favorite Metal Gear character, and you said Raiden, and I was surprised. From four, okay, all right. I I specified, I I specified four. Yeah,
1: Yeah. okay. Then then he's like, "What about?" I was like, "Uh, Gray Fox." (laughs) 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 Cyborg (laughs) ninja. I have an
0: important uh, (laughs) distinction. So, do you like Raiden from Four more than you like Raiden from Rising?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. All right. Raiden? Jack the <laughs> Ripper. No, I mean, I, that shit is the best. awesome and play at the same time, but uh-huh. it's a little like more out of control than yeah. kind of Raiden. Right. Just like four, I thought he was like in a really great place. Yeah. He was like punished Raiden at that yeah, point. Yeah, he was.
0: He when was I, punished When I saw the fight between Raiden and Vamp in Metal Gear Solid 4, I'm like, how long did this take? You know, yeah. You know, just.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> Dude, nice even shit. when he shows up in like. Uh, chapter 2 or act Two or whatever. Uh He's like, it's my time to help you snake or something. You're just like, yes! Yes. Oh my god. There are a
0: lot of feel-good moments in Metal Gear Solid Mm -hmm, mm 4 that I don't think feel as good if you haven't been there, you know, from the start or a fan of the franchise or whatever. Um, But I got a surprise for y'all. Today, we are opening with the one... The only Hotake. That was. You know what? I like making I like making oh Hotake God. loud. I like making Hotake loud. That might have been too loud. I apologize oh, to everyone. Ahead when of you time. like
1: shake your head when you do. Yeah, too. that's my favorite. No, my part. hair, my hair is now like, shifted.
2: We're we're in Hotake we mode. Wait, before we start, I want to do a couple things. Whoa, <laughs> okay. Ko- Kojima. Yeah. Dragon Quest. You are fishing? I'm fishing right now. I'm fishing. I'm
0: fishing. Nope. Okay. All right, moving on. Haven't, haven't hit it yet. Okay. Stay
2: tuned, folks. <laughs> Only get those two out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I just make it Kojima, Kojima, Kojima every time. Dr- <laughs> yeah, I was like, is he going to do it again? Oh,
0: that'd be good. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Sorry for the loud <clears throat> Otake. Volume control is something I struggle with. Um, you struggle with? Yeah, right. But then for him it's a feature. You know <laughs> it's, it's a back box. of the box. Like you know what you're getting yeah, into. <laughs> Batteries included. Uh all right. Uh today we are talking about Final Fantasy 15. And, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in the conversation. I have things to say. One of the things that uh, I want to bring up that I didn't have room for in the review, but you know, I want to hear from these guys. I want different opinions. It's a divisive game. I've, I've, I have a ton of people coming to me, say they love they love it and they're they're just eating it up. I have se- people say they're severely disappointed and I want to dig into that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I've got questions. I've got things that I want to do to kind of stew this in a certain way. But before we get into any of that, I just want you guys to kind of go and, and tell me, you know, this is a game we've been waiting for a long time. This is a game that we've... Had varying levels of confidence at different points in its development, so just just go. How do you feel about this open world action oriented Final Fantasy game?
1: Well, start. I want to hear Dami. I want to hear what Dal- gonna say. I
0: think we all want to hear Dami. All now. right. I mean,
3: yeah, I agree with you. It's been like an up and down ride with it, mm-hmm. and I kind of prepared myself that we weren't gonna be getting anything. We weren't be getting. We weren't be getting Final Fantasy versus thirteen. Like, I kind of like resolved myself a while ago that this is gonna be a little bit of a different game. Stop looking at those old trailers, just focus on what they're delivering and just judge it on what you're gonna get this time. And I went in with very low expectations. I I was very, very skeptical about them having the extra time and it was gonna be highly polished. I know reports started to come out, people said, like, no, it runs fine, it's good now, like, it doesn't have any issues. I'm like, all right, I I still I'll believe it when I see it. On that end, while there's a, glitches here and there, it's an open world game. There's always going to be glitches. Come on, like look at Grand Theft Auto. Like yeah. li- even like Witcher, The Witcher has sure, glitches. Yeah. It's like come on, Any of those names, yeah. that it's that the f- comical stuff. Mm-hmm. There's nothing horrendous or no. egregious glitch wise that, that I've come across. I, yeah, that I experienced that yeah. I've come These across. Are... And in that regard, and in the world of putting together this the Aeos, this giant like open world, I think they did a really good job of that. Like I really like the world. Um, it was a little weird at some points that some of the maps were so part of the map was blacked out. I'm uh-huh. guessing that's going to be the DLC. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to those those areas that are blacked out. So I kept thinking, like especially later on, when you can fly in the game. Like they've shown the airship in like earlier trailers. I was like, oh, I can fly over to these like corners and see what's over there, and it's like it just won't let you go yeah. over there. So aside from that, I, I felt like I truly could run around and explore almost anything I wanted to, and I was rewarded at times for going out of my way to go seek out this area finding new npcs they give me side quest or one of the king's tombs would be oh wow i just came across like a random king's tomb here some were just like walk up get the new thing others were like huh it's a dungeon entrance but it won't necessarily open up right away or you can't find the entrance it's like you got to solve a bit of a puzzle to get in there so i like that i really like the open world part of the game i especially like how you can do as much as you want at any time like mm-hmm. you could just bury yourself in it and even when you beat the game it has a ton of stuff waiting for you after it uh, my only complaint about it was the characters ma, like either it would be Prompto it would be Gladiolus it would be Ignis one of them would just straight up go like hey Nocta maybe we should be getting on to L- Stalem or something or we should be we should be getting on to the next story point point." and I kept feeling pressured like am I doing something wrong like mm. why is the game constantly telling me I need to get back to the story and am, am I screwing something up so I felt like after a certain point I ditched the side quest stuff and just went back to focusing on the story quest because I was worried I was doing something wrong like why why would they spend so much time having the characters tell me this? And I feel I might have I might have gone a little bit more out of progressing towards the end of the game if I had buried myself more in the side quest, but I had an absolute like joy playing them after I beat the story. Yes. So that part of the um, open world really good.
0: Real quick, before we get going, something I meant to do at the top of this discussion that is important, and I want to say it now, so we try to oh, not, not lead uh, people astray. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go out of my way, and I'm sure none of these guys are going to go out of their way to spoil everything in Final Fantasy XV. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're not going to sit here and talk about the ending. That may come later. Uh, but I want to have a full discussion about this game. I don't want to dance around absolutely everything. So we're all going to dig in. We're going to talk about Final Fantasy 15. Uh I'm assuming for some of you that means we're going to be talking about things that you haven't uncovered yet. So keep that in mind. If you don't want to hear this discussion, I totally don't blame you. But this is your one Morning. warning that uh, we're going to we're going to get into the weeds here a little bit. Good point. Okay, gotta get
3: that other way. Um, I will mm-hmm. say when it came to the the main story itself, the main story quest, uh, quest I felt. A little bit shortchanged, especially after I saw what was available in the side quest uh, post game. Mm. Some of the dungeons, which are technically optional, mm-hmm. um, the, there's the the one where you have to wait till it. Uh, the, there's the secret one, which is ama- uh, amazing. The platforming one, um, it is
1: so good. <laughs> I can't believe
3: they they designed that. I will say the only thing that it. I hate using this term, but I'm going to say it because it literally came to my mind a lot. It felt like the Dark Souls of platforming because how plat- how Noctis platforms, the mechanics, mm-hmm. aren't very polished. And I think they designed that dungeon with that in mind to be frustrating at points. It's like, you need to make this precise jump, but jumping isn't very mm-hmm. precise yeah. in this game. But they were very generous in that they had checkpoints and uh, you don't get game over when you fall and die or something. like You just respawn. So they, keep- they kept that in mind. So... Just, just keep at it. If you ever get to that dungeon and, you're, and you find yourself frustrated, it there are checkpoints. There are shortcuts you can unlock. Um, aside from, yeah, the minor mechanical issues I have with that, that was, like, amazing. And I was like, why wasn't this, like, near, a, like, a final dungeon? It's a cool optional dungeon, but it would have been so much more amazing if that was, like, near the end or something, some weird, like...
1: Yeah, I wish d- they fit some yeah. of that stuff into the story, actually. Yeah, the, like some of those dungeons.
3: the one uh, near when you go south to uh was it uh, the tropical resort? There's the one where you have to wait till it's night as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Coliseum looking entrance. Yeah, I did that one recently. That yeah. one was pretty good. The one near the Vesper Pool in the in the woods, like that's also an optional dungeon. Like, why aren't these? I was like, why aren't these required? Like, why wasn't it required for me to go get all the King's Tomb swords before finishing the game? That yeah. I, I, I like. It, I don't know. It would have added a little bit more to it. And I felt, this is cool that they're optional, but some of this, I feel, could have been woven into the main story a little bit better.
0: Yeah, it, I, I actually think that's a really good point. And I think when the game boots up and it says a Final Fantasy for fans and first-timers, I think that's the clue. I, I wonder if they were worried that some of those King's Tomb dungeons... Uh, there's, do you remember the one where you get uh, a greatsword and you go in and you you keep going down into that room and the, like the walls shift. Yes, uh, I do. Remember yes. You you get to a point near the end of that dungeon where you're fighting like so many enemies at once like huge red giants and mm-hmm. uh, a snake person it's it's by far like one of the hardest dungeons in the game and it's but it's satisfying it's satisfying in the way like I love the combat in the game and even when it wasn't pushing me even when it wasn't challenging me I was still having a good time but it wasn't hard enough I wanted a hard difficulty option or I wanted as you guys were saying uh, some of these options. Optional stuff to be included in the main story. I want to sure.
3: I want to comment on the difficulty really quick yeah. because I felt like seeing how many other people beat the game and what level they were at. I felt I was severely under level, so I finished the game at level forty one.
0: I finished at forty three.
3: Okay, so we're close. But I'm seeing people with like in the <laughs> so fifties and I high. Was, I was fifty. When I'm beating. seeing people with fifty or higher. Like seems like fifty to sixty is like the average for like most people I'm seeing out there. My thing was, it felt like nothing pushed back hard enough that couldn't be overcome by just stocking up on a ton of like elixirs. Like, just have elixirs, you're good. And waiting enough, waiting long enough in almost every battle to trigger the conditions to just do your summon attack. Like, if you you got the conditions to do that, even if you were, like, it was so funny being so deep down in one of these dungeons, and then summoning Rama, and then (laughs) it's like, yo, I don't care how far, 100 stories, you're fighting some jabberwocky thing under the earth, and, like, 10,000 feet down, yo, lightning rod, brrr, goes, like, straight through the earth, and just obliterates (laughs) everything, it's the funniest looking thing in Mm -hmm. the world, but I was like, there you go, it's like, it's because they give you that recovery thing, like, even the game says game over in one of the loading screens if your HP hits zero, but that's not true. Right. It only mean it only happens if everyone hits zero and you don't have a wait means to revive yourself. If you're out of Phoenix Downs, it'll time out, you'll get your game over. But you have so many chances and opportunities to recover from any fight.
4: Yeah. just
3: like the, my best advice is just don't give up. Even if you think you're under level, just keep plugging at it and bring enough health potions. And you will probably come out victorious uh, in most everything in the game.
0: There are two things that I want to comment on with that. Uh, You're totally right that you can just kind of brute force your way through anything with with healing items. And I think what a hard mode could have done is put a cap. Like a pretty hard cap on what you could bring into battle. Mm -hmm. And so, because some of those dungeons are really long. And if you add a strict limitation... Uh, for what you could bring in, in terms of elixirs and mega phoenixes and all that stuff, Uh, it would have been a lot more challenging, uh, I think, and and satisfying to get through. Um, The other thing that you get in some of the post-game stuff that I think they could have pressed on a little bit more in the main game is status effects. Like There were some fights that I did in the post-game that, even though I was able to get through them, were a lot more stressful and uh, had a lot more tension because I had things constantly turning me into a toad or confusing me or paralyzing yeah. me. Um, and, you know, that's a that's a classic Final Fantasy thing that I think they could have leaned on a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah they, could, they could have... They had the whole cooking mechanic or some of the right. foods specifically have, you know, buffs against some of those status ailments. And I think it would have been better if the game... If it had a harder difficulty, which kind of pushed you more to like, hey, you need to carefully consider... Uh, what you're gonna cook and eat going into there also maybe need to change your gear set out like you get a bunch of gear over the course of the game like the 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 charms and the, the anklets and stuff like that and Some of them have like immunity to most of the status ailments like some are like fire ice uh, Lightning you're immune to that or somewhere like it yeah. will protect you against poison It would have been cool if some of the dungeons like hey You probably should change out your stuff like you had to like figure that out right um but it just never really, like, yeah. did that. It, it, that stuff did happen, but it was basically because there was no cap on how much you could bring into a dungeon. Right. It, was just out, it was just, like, outlast. War of Attrition? Well, I've got, like, 50 freaking elixirs here. What are you going to do about that? Like, And it, 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 if you just, like, have everyone focusing on killing you and your, your other partners are just chipping away at the enemies. And then uh, the... Armiger, how do you pronounce it? The I just say Armiger. I don't know Armiger. if that's correct. Uh, the meter when you charge it up, it's like just keep. I I I got uh. You, there's an uh, item that lets you have no MP cost, and then there's items that Noctis can use called uh, I think it's Thieves' Way or something. And there's a level one and a level two one, which severely reduce the MP cost of phasing for mm-hmm. dodging. You basically equip that and combine them, so you're never using MP. And by mm-hmm. the way, the the reward for the there's no trophies or achievements for that secret dungeon. Yeah. Sorry, this is a spoiler, but there's an item there that basically like n- <laughs> makes you auto dodge and stuff. Right. So you don't even have to hold the dodge button. Wow. Anyway,
0: I- I'm okay with. I agree with you, but I- I'm okay with it because. How, the, the word you have to. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, no, not complaining about
3: it. What I'm trying to say, there are ways to make your MP cost so minuscule yeah. that you can hold down dodge and keep dodging most everything, so that you build up your Armiger meter and just keep spamming that. Oh, even if you can't, don't want to wait for the summons, just survive long enough to keep charging up because dodging charges up. Then mm-hmm. unleash that thing and it's go, just like destroy everything. I was like, uh it just felt like. The, the, there's so much they could have done with the combat system as well. Mm-hmm. But when things don't push, and there aren't caps, things don't push back hard enough to force you to, like, really utilize the strategy. Like, the whole the Libra stuff, like, looking up what everything's, like, weak and strong to, yeah. you should pay attention to that. Like, see which weapons, or maybe you have to craft a, a spell that'll work better, that'll pay off dividends and make your life much easier. Right. But the game doesn't punish you enough for ignoring that stuff or just, like... I'm just gonna brute force <laughs> uh
0: yeah I think that's an interesting point yeah. and I, I totally agree that the game does not push back uh, hard enough uh, but the if you are paying attention to that stuff if you're paying attention to weapon types and you're using like a oh, yeah. enhancement like you will make fights twice as quick oh and, yeah and mm-hmm. that, like, oh, yeah. that was kind of satisfying even though the game wasn't pushing back like me paying attention and getting better at the systems and like constantly exploiting enemy weaknesses was something that I derived satisfaction
3: from. I loved sure. how uh, the blindside attacks. Like yeah. I did like how it paid off to dodge and like read right. enemy stuff and get behind them and do that. And then the link attacks. Yeah. Because... Uh, uh, Ignis's recover one, I think, is is amazingly OP. Yeah. Because, combine that with everything I just said about combat, if you have that one equipped, it uses two bars. It's the best.
1: But just like... It doesn't take long to fill up. Yeah, it doesn't but
3: take nice. long to fill up. It's like, here's all your health back, yep. and you got a defensive buff was like... So good. So good. That stuff is pretty cool. I, I like that stuff as well. And I loved using... Gladiosa's is like... The, the one that uses two bars where he gets this overhead smash yep, thing. That's the and one he I he everyone up and he does it. And does like... Nine, 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 damage I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to complain too much about the combat system. Because I don't think it's necessarily the combat system's fault. So much as the design of the challenge sure. of a lot of the bosses and the enemies in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the combat is fine so long... Maybe they'll patch in a hard mode or something. It just doesn't push you to really dig in and use it. But if you do learn it and stuff, and you do read the weaknesses, as you said, totally pays off. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm uh,
2: just so high level that <laughs> shit on everything. I but that that's you're, like how you, you chose yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can legitimately hold circle. Right, just be but fine. but you you're yeah. not even halfway through so, the game, and, and you're I'm 45. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And humor. because like it's just it was ne- it, it feel it felt right to me to do all these quests so sure. I'm, I'm gonna bring it bring it back here yeah. it's like I love the flow of Final Fantasy 15 sure. and but it doesn't always work yeah okay when yeah. I boot this game up there are times I'll turn it on and I'll go through three hours of perfection mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 yeah. there'll be other times when I turn it on and it'll be really choppy. I'll play a couple hours and it was just like a choppy flow. Sure. Um there was a part, like I turned it on, there was a part when I was at uh they take the car away for a bit, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so far that has been my favorite part of this entire game. <laughs> because it forced me to ride the chocobo out to a secluded location because yep. Ramu was there. Yep. So it's like and it's all raining and stuff, and just like the journey over there. We go do that whole thing. We go in this deep cave. It's like all night yes. long. You're, you're questing all night. I come out. It's like the early morning. I find a campground. Just before I go to sleep, I do a little fishing with uh, Noctis. Yep. Catch a couple fish. Cook the fish and camp. And just that flow is like the most... I've never felt like I've been on an adventure like that in so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just captured the spirit of adventure, and that is my favorite part of Final Fantasy. I think, but it doesn't really always well happen. Said. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't, doesn't always happen. It's like yes. it, 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 it when yeah. that stuff all combines. You yeah. know, like even uh, I went out in in the early in the early parts of the game, and I was doing a bunch of hunts. Just yeah. kept Hunting, did a couple quests. The sun started rising, and they threw a little quip out like, "Oh God." We've been at this all night. Yeah. Like I'm tired, you know? And it felt like that. Yeah. It felt like I had been out in the wilderness all night. I and I just loved that.
0: I want to uh I want to talk about these little quips because it's it's something that I, I had to check myself with mm-hmm. on Final Fantasy 15 a lot. Uh, because it's for a Final Fantasy game and for a JRPG, it was something that I was surprised with because I feel like when you talk about character development in RPG games, uh specifically linear JRPG games, it's like you have their introduction, you have sort of their moment where they, they have to face something and they have to make a decision and they change from it, and then you have the resolution. Mm-hmm. That's not what happens with Final Fantasy XV. You don't have a lot of moments where you're just sitting with Gladio and blah, blah, blah. it's like, okay, I'm going to talk about my whole life. You know, we're going to yeah. sit around this campfire and have this elaborate cutscene. It's... I would go to places where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go here and I'm going to pick up an item and leave. And then they would say something. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. that was way more involved. Like it wasn't, it wasn't crazy. It wasn't like a huge thing of backstory, but it was more than I was expecting. And it was these little morsels of information yeah. that I was like, oh, by yeah. the end of this, by the end of 70 hours, I, yeah. I
2: understand these people. And that's why I really like doing a side quest Yeah, because before when you get the quest and complete the quest... The, the party has a conversation yeah so you keep getting stuff about them. So yes. because of that instead of just like mm, go kill these 10 things here's a reward like in like in a lot of a lot of open world games it's like oh go go kill that gangster in his hideout mm-hmm. nothing really happens you get some like experience and points. Mm-hmm. I felt rewarded for character development for doing all these side quests, so I didn't want to stop them for so long.
0: So I think that's <laughs> true, absolutely, but there was something a little bit uneven about it for me, yep. and I, I think I'll, I think when you talk to people about this game and their opinion, it's it's going to vary dramatically, and mm-hmm. if somebody just barrels to the main story and they have an opinion on it, I think that's totally valid. I don't think that's a long way to play the game, but there's so much that could change depending on how and when you experience something, yeah. because if you just try out a few side quests, yeah. at the beginning of those quest lines... They really are just go Fetch. here, do this, mm-hmm. yeah. and there is no development. Yeah. But by, with some of those, even the ones that start out really bland, by the time you get to the end, they start giving you a little bit more, and it is yeah. a little bit more satisfying. Yeah. And so I, I do wish that could have been more evenly distributed, because uh, and talking about things that we wish were maybe included in the main game, this optional platforming dungeon... Mm-hmm. The way that you find it, if you don't look up any information, yeah. first you have to fly there on this little strip of land. And <laughs> it's like, it, it rewards you for getting this super late game thing. But in Listalem, one of the, the cities in the game, you're just going by and in this back alleyway, you can hit listen on a window. Yeah. And you can hear this conversation yep. and they're like, go find this great treasure. So and you're like, cool. whoa, yeah, I want to cool. go there. I want to go get this uh, great treasure, and it's it's such a cool moment that I think a ton of people are mm-hmm. are never going to get right. to experience. So,
2: um, the I, I never in my life. This is this is a monumentous moment. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah, I am. I love love magic in this game. <laughs> this is my favorite magic in a, in JRPG in a JRPG. The magic in this game. It's so good. It's so good. Because they're like nuclear bombs. It's like this special thing. It's not people like casting shit nonstop. Cast, 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 cast. It's like, yo, you're going to cast a fire spell? Like everyone better back the hell up because I'm launching a freaking nuke Mm -hmm. right there. And the sound effects? Underrated, dude. I want to talk about the sound of this game. Like some of those fire explosions it'll be like (laughs) like my whole house shakes when this magic goes off and i just love it and i love that like again it's just it's it's not a lot like i always have it in my inventory ready to go and Mm -hmm. i use it in a pinch you know so it's like this this emotional moment every time i cast a spell it's awesome i'll
3: agree with you that like it made it like a spectacle yeah and it felt like you really needed to use it like at at specific times It, it made you think about it more uh, cop out uh, comparison. It's like in the wire. Like when someone pulls a trigger of a gun, it matters <laughs> when you use a spell. On did 15th, we just compare fantasy fifteen with the wire? The ma- yes. No, the mag- the magic use. I like this the show. magic use. <laughs>
4: no. um, but on the same time,
3: but I do see it. Like I did have a there was a downside for me with it. Um, I did miss just being able to have like some lower level magic ability to mm. to, to use I in some it. of the, the the fights because everything. No way. Some of the remedial fights just came down to holding down circle and stuff, as you were putting it. And I kind of wish there was just like some lower level, like an in between, just for that. They wouldn't have mattered on bigger boss battles, I like they That's a question I for you. That's the the oh the,
2: the open combat or whatever the the it is action oriented combat. It is well,
3: you got to trade that. It's a trade off, and the fact that you have to go to these uh, places to absorb the energy to, yeah. to use them, it makes you think like. I'm not just using this in any old situation. Like, I'm saving this up. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get a craft day. Especially when you want to, like, toss in some items to increase the potency mm-hmm. and effect. Oh, is yeah. like you're really gonna you gotta carefully consider when you use. and I would say like 90% of the time it was always used on a boss battle always a boss fight I was using some, magic I, some hunts I did the other 10% was yep. probably hunts I maybe used it once or twice in a regular battle just to see how yeah. it looked but it was always boss battles and hunts the sometimes I'll
2: stumble upon like just a really high level guy and then right. i a sudden a bunch of other high level things will come in i am like whoa this is getting out of hand yes <laughs> So so, to two things.
0: Uh, I actually feel like you're pretty poorly equipped to deal with high volumes of enemies, and that's yes. something that becomes uh, more noticeable in the late game uh, because you have the Empire, those Magitek soldiers, come down, and they actually become more numerous and more high level as you get farther and farther and, and you get higher level as well and so there'd be times where it's like I can try to take these guys on one by one with the weapons that I have but nothing is perfect like I can use a special ability I can use gravisphere for Imprompto, but magic fills that void um but I I like and it's again I don't think it's perfect in order to make magic worth a damn you have to give something up you've got to put those items in. Yes. And there were, the uh, Magitech boosters you were talking about give you uh, Limitless MP. Dude, they those, also make yeah. your mm-hmm. yeah. spells yeah. insane. Like, I love so it. So you're doing the like a casts. Yeah. 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 And, and again, I don't think it was was perfect. I think they could have gone even farther with it. But I liked having to make that choice. Like, do I sell this treasure? Do I put it in my spells? Mm-hmm. Do I use this high level item? And it makes
2: spells? exploration more meaningful. Right. Mm. Finding all the ingredients right. and the loot and stuff that mm. you can use in either cooking or in the spells, and, and uh, trying to find things for, uh, like, Sid. Yeah. You know, yeah, he upgrades is. all your weapons. Sid. Yeah, Sid. and it's like, it's like, yo, I gotta get all these treasures because one of these treasures could be the item that he needs. Very right. True. So um, I liked, I love that exploration, and I felt like there were a lot of things on the map, but it wasn't yeah. too much.
1: I want to bring up something real quick about the magic that yeah. I liked about the game. The, the game did a really good job at, like, explaining that magic is like a big deal in this world and not everyone can use it Mm -hmm. like not like the bloodline of the kings like the only people that can like draw the magic out of the stone so i felt like when you used a spell it was a big deal yeah Yeah. so i'm glad like they tied it kind of like into a story-wise of why it's a big deal and so powerful Mm -hmm. it's just like nice like the game is filled with nice little touches like that for me
0: the, the nice little touch is a, is a great way to say it. Uh, talking about the exploration, again, something that I thought was a really good touch that did make exploration more meaningful is how they handled guild and how you acquire guild in Final Fantasy oh, fifteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, something that happens so in... Rich. A yeah. I was so poor. I was was so poor for a long time. Uh, The problem that I have with a lot of Final Fantasy games is Gil becomes relatively meaningless very quickly because if you're somebody that you know is like, oh, I'm gonna grind for a little bit, you're getting Gil after every battle, and it's just kind of getting bigger and bigger and bigger until they have this stockpile, you don't get gil for killing enemies. Mm -hmm. The the ways you get gil are by selling treasures, which you can get from fishing or going out of your way to... There's like these treasure chest icons on the map. um, Going to vendors and selling that stuff. Or by doing hunts. You get a substantial amount for going and doing hunts. And they kind of... Again, I don't think they do this as well as they could, but they play that in the context of the narrative. So these are guys that are on their own, away from their empire. They kind of become hunters mm-hmm. to, to make life work on the road, and that's something uh, that plays into a little bit. And I, I, I liked that. I felt there were times where I'm like, oh, I actually need some more gil. I'm going to go do some hunts. So it was a little bit more than just, well, I should do this mm-hmm. kind of a thing. I thought that was very cool. Do you guys agree?
2: With 100%. That? Agree. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I also think that uh, the Chocobos in this game are the best, chocobos, best chocobos in 10. any Final Fantasy no, ever.
3: I, 14s are better. Sorry. So, <laughs> so yeah, fat oh, oh,
2: right.
3: Chocobo. No. spicy fat Chocobo. The, the, chocobo t- the way it adorable. controls. Yes.
0: The, the way you fly with my Chocobo hey, in 14 hey, hey, hey. no hey, way. Hey, hey, hey. Oh man. So Let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. There's a. Um, they fight with you. They fight with you in fourteen. They, but they can yes. also fight with yes, you in fifteen. Yes, they can 15. in fifteen. They got that. I agree that, that. that. it's it, it's a little bit more persistent in fourteen, and they can fly in fourteen.
2: But to me, Chocobos aren't warriors, man. They're a means of transportation. They're companions. And they're your companion. And I think, and that's you, devel- what this game I think you develop. I think you developed a little bit. Can
3: you name your Chocobo in this game? Yeah. Yes. yes, you can. You I can. Made, yes.
2: I, I made mine <laughs> white, and her name is Lightning. Why well, didn't know. I mean name mine? I tried to. You can. Yeah. I dare you, you to come go. up with a
0: better chocobo name than that. Uh, I dare you. Claire. Claire, Claire was mine. <laughs> Claire. Yeah, Claire. Brad, you just did it. Yeah, you I, just saw
3: you did can, it. I saw you. can dye your chocobo as well because you get the item. I didn't yeah. do it, but yep. I saw you could. Yeah, it's middle. Right which is hilarious because <laughs> a lot of the names they use for the dyes are from 14 regions. I was like,
0: oh, oh yeah, shit. Uh, I I don't know how this is gonna sound, but I really feel this way. I think it, it's I think it's very important to get across is. I personally feel like they put a tremendous amount of work in how the Chocobos yeah. feel in 15, and oh I think God. they feel fantastic. They feel I
2: honestly think, like, Destiny style Sparrow Racing, they could add Chocobo Online Racing in this game. I feel like it's that strong. Like, you just the it's way that you're so galloping good. and
0: you you feel your Chocobo bobbing, yes. and then you like you glide and yeah. just that mm-hmm. sensation. Oh, yeah. hold holding it drift. down they're like glide, yeah. and they're like the they trifters. told you that it's like
3: you can you just like drift down. Yeah. Best. Best. I'll give you this. best non-MMO use of chocobo. Yes. There we go. You okay. gotta yes. got separate them. Yeah.
2: I was kinda another of game comes close. Best like multiplayer. Best single player. <laughs> I was kind of hoping they'd
1: do a little like. Uh... A little more with the colors. I was talking to you about this, like sure. maybe like different colored chocobos had different effects. I was thinking like the Fantasy oh, kind of like, standard, yeah. like, or like nine or whatever. Because like. they
3: keep bringing up black chocobos in the world, how they are rare and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, Whoa, can
2: I like run up a mountain with this guy? Because I was like, oh, like I
3: thought I was gonna know. get a black Chocobo. Yeah. Maybe there's a quest I haven't finished it. I haven't finished all the cyclists. Maybe there's yeah. a quest where you get black chocobo and um, you can fly with it. It's like I don't kind don't know of. of anyway, I, I did the egg thing. Oh, the, yeah. but has, as far as I know, that's hasn't hatched yet, so I don't know. DLC. Yeah. DLC. Uh, DLC. 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 Black Chocobo uh,
0: Brad also said, like, Chocobo Breeding and Gold yeah. Chocobos. What, but what I think is cool is, I think Final Fantasy is one of those games, and I, I think this is fair, I, I'm not trying to shut this kind of conversation down, I think it's totally valid, but it's one of those games where you're like, oh man, what if they did this, what if they did that? Mm-hmm. It's easy to say, yeah. like, what if they did so much more? Because I feel like they opened the door in a lot of cool ways. Like, yeah. I... Talking about those little things, talking about those small touches, um... In other games where you're feeding your chocobo or doing stuff, it's just you're just picking stuff for menus and they might, you know, make mm-hmm. a sound. Here when you go and you feed your chocobo, it's like you and your friends have a meal, and then you're feeding your chocobo, and then yeah, not yeah, falls it. asleep yeah. on his All chocobo. Yeah, yeah. dude,
2: know, Ignis, it, like back against the chocobo at the campfire, yeah. just with some coffee, like chatting it up. <laughs> right, I'm like, and this is magic right here.
0: I, it doesn't sound like much on the surface, but it's a, it's a little thing that make these creatures feel. Like they, they actually matter. They're not just a means to an end. They're not just a mechanic. There's something that is in this world that you. I feel like the
2: renting of. thing was unnecessary. I don't <laughs> really? Know if, I don't know if there's. A quest. I've been using that like nonstop. No, that's what I mean. No, like, oh. why can't you oh. just own though? Having to it do down. it over oh. yeah, and over. Like, I since, yeah. yeah, I always maxed to I seven days. I'm not going to like run out of this, yeah. but like every time I have to town, I, I have to go and okay. add a couple days. It just felt unnecessarily tedious. Gotcha. I, I think at first,
0: maybe when Gil is a little bit more sparse, like having to make the decision is interesting, but. Once you get to the end, and you're it's doing the post game and, you just, and you just need to get around. It's doesn't cost enough to matter, no. And you need to start like resting a bunch to get those food buffs. It just it does become annoying, and so there should have been a point where it's like, hey, I just let me get my chocobo. Yeah, farmers. just let me get Perma I think uh, <laughs> like finishing the chocobo races, maybe they could have done that as a reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's I what I was like, hoping. I liked the chocobo races, but uh, they. Weren't all that challenging. It was over pretty quickly. And I felt like the rewards you got were kind of whatever. Yeah, so.
3: mm-hmm. yeah. The door is open. Man. There some I want to say one rewards. last thing about exploration. Because of hearing Huber talk about all this stuff. I feel like at a certain point in the game, for me, there was less encouragement to go off and explore. Mm. The first two parts, like the first region, and then uh Lead or Laid or however you pronounce it, and then sky, mm-hmm. All the way getting up to Lestalum. I felt like there was such encouragement from the game to go out and explore. There was even a thing called the open world. I was Mm. like, yes. Once I got past the stalem a little bit, it felt like the game started to like rein that back in and kind of force you. That's when I got more of the pushing to go, hey, go go on the story. Up until the point, this is where I want to transition a little bit into. I felt like that when the game starts to push into the more linear segment of the game, the linear stretch of the game towards Mm -hmm. the end. I felt like I was robbed of a little bit of that. I felt like I only got like half the world was like, go explore half of this. The rest of it, I didn't feel like I get a, I didn't get encouragement and a chance to explore it until after I came back from finishing the main story.
2: So maybe I just got lucky with stuff like this, but I think it is was beautifully done. Mm. Uh, early on, you get a quest from Cindy to get a supercharger for your car. Okay, it's in the very top corner. You see that it's blocked out. It's like okay, I'll get to that later. There's also a quest up there for, to find a, a ruby for Dino. Yeah. Right? Did a bunch of the Dino quests early. Dino he, is terrible. Yeah. His
3: voice yeah. is trash. So there's English, so the then
2: there's one up there as well near that, and it's like okay, I can't get there yet. Whatever. So then I'm on a quest with Gladiola's sister. We're driving, and you gotta drive up <laughs> oh, okay. north. You gotta drive yeah. up there. Okay. On this journey, she's like, Do you want to stop here? I'm like, Yes. Do you want to stop here? Yes. We make we make a pit stop, we do an optional dungeon. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That was
3: too low level for that so optional then, dungeon. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was,
2: so it was really I'm cool. like, so this is this is incredible. So then we get all the way up to the top left. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, board the boat going somewhere or whatever. Well, I'm like, okay, I'm already up here, like in this weird kind of secluded area. There's I have two quests here that I got a while back. I'm going to do these before I board the boat. So it felt like this really natural, seamless thing of, like, tying in side quest to the main quest. Okay. And, uh, again, I don't know if I was just lucky to kind of make all that happen. I mean, that kind of yeah. brings me back to the inconsistency of the game. It's like sometimes yes. I boot it up and it's amazing. Right. Sometimes it's a little choppy. Right. I just got lucky that that all was was cool. And, uh,
0: and, and, on, and on top of that... and. It- that is a very good point. I, that it is kind of one of those games yeah. where it's it's not it's certainly not consistent mm-hmm. all the time. It's not Fire on all the time, but but you have those moments that I think really stand out yeah. and stick with you. And I think that's important because I don't think a lot of games are very good at doing that. Uh, I like that in a lot of RPGs, I feel like it would only be an optional dungeon or mm-hmm. only be go kill this high level monster. I I actually it's going to sound weird. I liked how mundane some of the things are when Prompto says, I just want to go take a picture of this cool thing in the distance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's not necessarily a fight. Mm-hmm. It's just you go and you have a moment. Um, well,
2: was a, waking you up on the beach to run. Right. Or, or, <laughs> waking to run. right. Or, or waking you up and be like, hey,
0: I heard about this giant <laughs> fish. You want yeah. to go down and do it? And it's... I, I think... You know, for all of the vaults with the storytelling, uh, characters are so important, and that theme of camaraderie comes. This,
1: yeah. It, it was was more subtle than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. This was the greatest strength of the game for yeah. me was the relationship between these four friends. Like, a lot of stuff I want to talk about is like mid to late stuff, so we can't really talk about it. Like, I, I need to dive really into the story, like a sure. spoiler thing kind of thing. Yeah. But the relationship I felt with these characters, oh, like, for example, Mike, I've come close to crying once in my life from a game. Which game? Shallow Colossus. Okay. This was the second time ever oh, wow. from a game. Dang. Because I cared so much about these four guys together and how it was executed.
0: Dang. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about yeah, the ending you, of the game. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. and, um, you know, again, uh, we're not going to sit here and say exactly what the ending is, but it 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 really cements... That they treated this story like a journey, mm-hmm. and uh, Damiani, you've talked about Final Fantasy X kind of having that similar vibe of
3: being a yeah, being, being a, a personal a journey, being a pilgrimage
0: yeah. between friends, and kind of you know just all these different people from all these different backgrounds relying on each other. Final Fantasy XV is not the, the same way, uh, but I, I do want to talk about the characters a little bit.
3: Can you say one yes, thing before absolutely. we move on to story? Yes. Because Huber is doing a, illustrating a really cool point about yeah. him getting like he thought he was getting lucky with like the the quest happening to be there. Mm-hmm. I do think the game at times does a good job of stopping you and like like the prompto picture stuff or hey let's stop over here and do something. One thing I wish Fifteen would have done is have let you be able to see quest icons for more than one quest at a time rather than having just the active quest yep. be like the zone. Coming from other games, especially like from 14 as well, on a map where they can mark where quests were, I felt like there was too much emphasis on a single objective. And when you got multiple ones, it would start, it would like always try and stick to the story as the main one mm-hmm. and then filter the other ones into your quest log. You'd have to go in and select it to see like the region. I just had a bad awareness of when I was in a zone. If there was other quests around me, unless I had to go I had to go back to my car, look at the either the map or the time distances. Like these are all two minutes away. They must all be roughly in the same zone. I felt hmm. like I had to do too much work to process where everything was hmm. when they could have just had things on the map. I just completed a quest. What other quests are in my area? Let me just open up the map and see what's there. Well if
2: you go to like quests on the map, and it's it's super weird. You go to quests, you zoom all the way out. You can always see where the You can the see where are. you are, and then, like, you'll cycle through the quest, and it'll go there on the map. Yeah, and, no, it does. But it's still it's hard one at the a time. like, time. Like I, I just wanted it's an option like, to have them yeah, all yeah.
3: displayed at once. I get maybe they were concerned because there were so many other icons on the map, they didn't, maybe didn't want to clutter it. I forget who I was talking about. I wish there was a way to switch, like, like filters or something, mm. like, switch mm. to, like, botany or something so you can see all, like, the harvesting areas. Switch to mining. I think you, mining. You, can,
0: you can filter that stuff, uh... I think I could be wrong. If you I'm can myself. Okay, if, if
3: you can, that's great. Myself. I wish there was a way just to add a filter to like show all available active quest.
2: Just want to bring up that point that the, the, it kind of irked. But me it, a little, made it I, was a little bit cumbersome. To, oh, yeah. me, to me, it made it a little less checklisty. Like when I when I'm in a game and it's like, okay, quest here, quest here, quest here, boom, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it finished. It feels like an artificial checklist. Mm. Whereas this, it was like, go do this one thing. And I had to like zone, you have to zone in. On each quest. So from an artificial mm. gameplay point, it's super annoying, yeah. But like RP wise, I was super into it. Cause every time I'm doing something, even the mundane, like go get that delivery truck, I'm like, I'm doing this right now yeah. for this guy. I'm going to get that and and finishing it. Like that's so from an RP standpoint, I was super into it. That's like, an
0: interesting perspective because what I was going to say is uh a lot of RPGs have a nice quality of life thing where once you complete the objective, it just says mission complete and it gives you the reward right there. Yeah. So you don't... You can stay in the world and then go do something else. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times in Final Fantasy 15 yeah, where I back. wanted to do that. Where I was like, yeah. okay, I did the hunt. Now let me go grab this item. Yeah. Like, why yeah. do I have to like go in. back? Yeah. And I, I get what you're saying, having that focus. I... It's kind of a cool idea, but the loading times yeah. in 15 yeah. were too long yes. for that to to, to really sink in. Totally like my total. problem
3: was, like what you were saying, I would just always I, to do that. I was always rushing back to my car and then using fast. I, totally. I felt I was being robbed of an opportunity to go out on foot and explore. Yeah. Like. My way, I thought, would have helped encourage me to stay in an area, keep exploring around, would have, like, led me on, like, this nice loop yeah. of going through all these quests in this area where the way they did it in this game was Structured kept pushing me to go to one spot, and that might have been good for the story of that one quest, mm-hmm. but it was robbing me, I felt, of, like, the desire and the incentive to stay in an area and explore there versus I can travel. Man, I'm, I'm, t- I'm done driving this car <laughs> manually or I'm <laughs> done doing, doing the auto. I'm going to use the fast travel because yeah. and like... I wasn't seeing as much of the world at some points of like, and when I got to the end game, I was post game was just like, now I'm going to explore some of the stuff. I was like, wow, I didn't even see this whole area or just part of this road for like the
0: whole game. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh,
0: talking a little bit before we move on to the characters, because there, there are a lot of things that I want to ask you guys about the characters and how you felt. Uh, talking about the structure of the game, and I think I think it's tripping a lot of people up, and I think it's rightfully tripping up a lot of people. It's a it's a, it's a criticism that I've really agreed with, and I don't think Final Fantasy XV does an excellent job of rooting you in its world in the beginning, in the way other Final Fantasy games have. I think eventually you kind of understand its rhythm and get in tune with it, and it becomes more enjoyable. Especially as they start letting you drive the car during mm-hmm. the day, as when you get the chocobo. Like once once they kind of very painfully slowly, like, let that stuff go and give you more uh, free reign uh, over your own uh, adventure, it's a lot better. But the way the game starts, I think, is... uh, It doesn't really leave an impression the way
1: that I would thought it would. It doesn't. We talked about this. Because we talk about, like, Final Fantasy's, like, a strong opening. We talk about, like, 7, we talk about 6, and everything like that.
0: And I think it's important to give examples here. uh, Because, you know, think about... The opening of Final Fantasy VII. You know, you you're blowing up this place. You're 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 being a terrorist. It's it's this really exciting event. Final Fantasy VIII, you're invading th- this thing. A giant mechanized spider comes down and assaults you. And and even How does it, this game open? Yeah, Push. exactly. You're, <laughs> your, your you're car pushing breaks a car. Down. You're pushing, you're pushing oh, a car. Oh that
2: was that was cool. Though. It was cool. Uh, it was cool.
0: I, I thought it was cool, but the problem is, you know, you go and you meet C- Cindy. I want to say Sydney, which is apparently how they say it in the Japanese version. Yes. It's throwing me off. Uh Cindy. Uh, and you don't really get any development there. It's just yeah. kind of like, go here, go kill this stuff while I work yeah, on your car. That's true. Um,
2: and I it could have been stronger. I could have gone for like a 20 minute primer of the world. Uh-oh. Right. In the world of uh, Like on that. just give me just I'll take it or make that optional. Give right. me like here's the world <clears throat> we're in cuz yeah, yeah I Kings, mean, it's
3: called No, okay. Yeah. So even
2: watching Kings and Brotherhood. Yeah. uh which I'm sure many many players of Final Fantasy XV will not do. Yeah, mm, I know. Even watching all that stuff. It's not enough. I'm 25 hours in the game. I'm on chapter 8 and I could barely tell you anything about this world and you know how much I'm digging and and letting that Ooh. stuff fly at me and and try like painstakingly So paying attention here's yeah. something that's frustrating because it all comes uh, later it all it gets yeah. dumped at the end okay. and yeah.
3: which feels and weird
0: to it me it, it is because like i'm
3: on this journey and like you're lacking the information to fully appreciate to fully and care, process the world to fully care and you, yeah it, it, it yeah uh, we'll get into it a little bit later but yeah. like i think it compounds later on until you get to a point where it just dumps it on you and it's like where was where, where was this stuff is? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't
1: want to bring up versus 13 but I think the game suffered from not having that invasion, invasion like that was oh, yeah. that was going to be in versus 13 uh, uh, yeah I'm like, trying I don't to don't know yeah. why they didn't try to include I'm trying that. to
3: stay away from that stuff because there's it's too much but speculation the game suffered because but the yeah story. like there's plenty of great screenshots from CG and stuff that just are not in 15 yeah. that were te- or that were always touted as being a part of versus or earlier versions of 15 yeah. and all centers around this invasion I know Kingsglave touches upon it uh, like, like it's like a focus of like the last half of the movie, but it wasn't supposed to be like Nix and all the, like, sorry, yeah. the character from Kingsglaive, who's the main hero. It wasn't the focus on that. It was supposed to be Noctis and them getting out of there. Mm-hmm. And they were a part of the invasion. Like you see, yeah, re- you, you, see remnants of of, you see remnants exactly. of it with the, they, they explain it away by having the King that CG scene with the King sending him away, like yeah. in the car with Korre. He's like, get them out of here. Um, but you don't know why, like, Oh, go on your journey, but it's cause the King foresaw crap's going to go down. That was their cop-out. Not having the invasion in the escape thing as the opening and learning about it in a newspaper thing and a phone call. Like, yeah. oh. Sorry. Uh, like, there,
1: just, just, don't be sorry. Just agree. like no, agree. What, f- like what the hell? Be sorry, it'd be like skipping the beginning of 10 with Xanarcan. Like right. That whole thing. Yes. If, like if you didn't, Wayne. Wake Anderson. up. Wake, yeah. wake up. Yeah. It just adds so <laughs> much. I, worry.
0: I am. I completely. I completely agree with everything. I'm a star guy. Uh, you guys are saying there is one thing that came up for me that I actually thought That's was good. was positive about the lore of the world that I was surprised by is um, some of the Final Fantasy games. I, I think even 10 is guilty of this a little bit, but especially 13 is. Their lore, the lore of the world, seems complex and cumbersome for the sake of it, for the sake of it appearing more important than it actually is. Correct. Um, and I actually think you know we can go outside of Final Fantasy uh, to talk about that. There are a lot of very popular series where they come up with this this dictionary of words that, when you break it down and you do finally understand, you're just like, oh, it's it's simple. It's a tale of yeah. destiny. But they. They try to make it feel so important and so cool, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it just doesn't work. It feels it feels out of touch, and you can't relate to it because they throw this wall there. Uh. What I like about Final Fantasy fifteen is when you do eventually piece all those things together, and they they give you the lore of the world. It's very straightforward.
4: Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, yeah,
0: here's what's going on. Uh, here's. Here's this this relationship with all the kings. Here's why the villain is doing these things. Here's why these characters like are locked into this role. And um, I actually think if you're paying attention, it's not hard to follow at cool. all. Um, and I I respect the simplicity. I totally agree, 100, percent that they could have presented that stuff better. Yeah, that's
1: what I meant. Like, yeah. I love that it was like simple to understand. It didn't need yeah. to be some like super convoluted bullshit or anything right. like that. But it just comes at a weird point in it the totally game. It totally does, yep. We're at a point where I felt like I was locked in at that point, like, we're going to the end at this point when I felt like that. So like,
0: Something that uh, I'm, I'm projecting a little bit of my own history with verses 13 and 15 on here, though, is... If you actually analyze like the, the things that they pull from,
4: mm-hmm. it is
0: it is as classic Final Fantasy as you can get. Like I'm talking Final Fantasy one through five, crystal, kind of yeah, things that, that, that stuff, they're yeah. they're piling on. But not, like not just the crystal, mm-hmm. how the crystal is used, and all this stuff. And it was interesting to me because it kind of felt like figuring out Final Fantasy again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I think in a lot of ways it's been so obscured that that was kind of a nice thing for me. Is, yeah. is uh, taking all of these elements and making it feel very classic in a sense, but also, you know, something I didn't have in Final Fantasy 1, I. I didn't care about the Warriors of Light, but I mm. feel like there is a bond between mm-hmm. these friends yep. um, in addition to that
2: classic stuff. It's an interesting mix mm-hmm. for me. I find myself casually driving in that game listening to One-Winged Angel. <laughs> how great is that? <laughs> just like, uh, clive, like, how
0: great is that? Casual,
2: cozy drive. Mm, yeah. Crack that on. That's my not a cozy up. song. I'm to <laughs> song yeah. in that game. I, I, I,
3: try, I started yeah. at the beginning and I was just like, not gonna interrupt anything. I just wanna see how far I get. Yeah. I'm just at the end of Final Fantasy IX stuff and I'm like at
2: nice. 70-something hours. Nice. I was like, Dude, Final well, Francis, I mean, I'm not driving for seventy yeah. hours, but the yeah. Final Fantasy VII battle music—I yes. like, underappreciated it playing through that game. What if
1: I told it's you Uzumatsu is no, a no, god? Like, horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it no, feels
2: like oh man.
0: But but talking about its implementation in Final Fantasy XV, this this was a thing that like you could have gotten in your car and it's like okay, you can listen to music from. Seven and ten and thirteen mm-hmm. and here you go and then that's it. But the way they implement it, how deep they go, how many songs you have access to, and how you slowly find them as yeah. you adventure—it's a that. really cool thing that that adds. At least for me, it added a lot. The
1: game made me appreciate some Final Fantasy music that yeah. I didn't think of highly as before. You know what one of those games was for me? What
0: Final Fantasy thirteen has a real good soundtrack.
1: Dude, me now. too. But another one I thought about was eight. Yeah. I thought 8s was good oh, yeah, before. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 8s is good. But then I started listening to them. am like, dude, this is incredible. Incredible and the soundtrack. music in this
2: game is... They're all good. Brad, all
0: right. just hearing your enthusiasm for so the Final, Final Fantasy 8 soundtrack. Like, dude,
1: it's, it made me want to play 8 I, again. I welled up a Whew. little bit.
3: <laughs> all me, Final Fantasy music is good
0: in general. Yeah. Can't beat that prelude.
1: <laughs> Can't beat it.
0: Um, Seven airship theme. Oh, themes. since... since Damiani, I'm sorry. I know you've got a point. Uh, oh, but a, but I like just feel like the, the perfect mm-hmm. time run, to bring this up. Uh, <laughs> this has been divisive for a lot of people, but <laughs> I think the music in Final Fantasy XV, Dude, oh my
1: God. I can't I,
2: rate. Top tier. Top tier. I, like, I have... I've had so many nights of not sleeping thinking that we're not going to do best soundtrack and how upsetting it is. You <laughs> I am, I mean, no, here. I am. I'm, I'm yes, upset. Yes, I'm because upset Because there's been Absolutely. some amazing yes. music this year. Yes. From Watch Dogs 2 to Uncharted to Final Fantasy freaking 15. It is... Yep. Every like, well, track. There is... Like um, the f- diner, all oh, the outposts, yeah. the outpost theme, theme. When you're the exploring Thelium. the world
0: and the, like... Oh, my That God. Wanderlust theme plays. Yes. And... I, I have to say, you A know, uh, just game? there are moments that happen at the end of the game, uh-huh. and they use particular tracks that you've heard, right? Mm-hmm. They've been they've been around mm-hmm. since yeah. the versus thirteen days, but how they utilize them mm-hmm. and the power the songs give some of those scenes oh is. Oh my god, I'm getting goosebumps just yeah, thinking about it. Dude. Good Lord. Music it's yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, Yoko Shimamura. Like there are people that say we must Go death, and like I get it, I do, I do, but. You, I was I was oh, no. thoroughly impressed. next yeah. has a
3: a really good yes. stable of composers totally. now. Like, mm-hmm. What's he doing he, now? Yeah,
0: um, He just there was an RPG that he just worked on recently. Um, he did like uh. A... He still
3: composes some tracks every now and then. Yeah, Scornex he stuff. Yeah. He's contract. He's doing yeah. Kingdom yeah he's, Hearts? he's doing
1: stuff. No, uh, the person that did Fifteen does Kingdom Hearts. Oh. Yeah, hmm. like She's he always still always...
3: composes. He, I don't know how lately, uh, but like he still composes some music for Fourteen as cool. well. Yeah.
1: I, if you
0: if you want a interesting read, if you want to have a good time on the internet, uh, read up on the effect that Sakaguchi's departure had on Square Enix and the team and kind of uh, how people felt about the directions of the series before and after and the Damn kind of yeah, the it's political be
1: a depressing read. Well, like. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fascinating the it's
0: sort of the, mm-hmm. the, the political divide uh, mm-hmm. that it created within the company and how you can kind of see that manifest in some of the later games. Yeah. It's fascinating.
2: Um Right. Are we going to end the, uh, not, no, I mean, are we going to end the, this whole discussion on, uh, the, how long this game took to came out? Save that kind of for the end? Yeah. Kind so closing We're going to, yeah. Yeah. Because totally. I definitely want to get
0: into that. Um, Damiani, you had something you wanted to say. And I, uh, I wasn't, nah, I'm trying to think.
3: I mean, I can say something now. I forgot what, the, what I specifically was going to say. But, um, since we're on the story and stuff, I'll let you guys get into, like, the, the character stuff. I, I said it earlier, real quick, um uh, like the Dino voice, the voice work. Um, I Dino's to him voice in English is and, so oh annoying. Like, they. Japanese is fine. Japanese is fine, yeah, yeah. but the English. I didn't it, play it. It was one of those things where <laughs> you. An English dub is just is so all over the place at times. It. You hear the it
0: reading just, of Dino, and you're like, how did that? How did they say, yeah, that's what going with that? Well,
3: yeah. Why what is else? cracking, like, East Coast, like, Jersey guy. Type is that thing? what he
2: sounded like? Hey, uh, man. Yo, not this. Oh, that's, you're, you're hey, speaking hey, like i Hey, yeah. I got a new deal yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, it's right. like, oh, oh my well, God. It's like really extreme. it it's been so from the Dino. I'm oh, a reporter. Oh God, I yeah. didn't know he this one. So it like, like, why would they do that? Yeah. And he says it. Yeah. He says, well, yeah. forget about it. Oh, yeah. about it.
3: forget about
0: <laughs> it. And like... It doesn't play off as funny no. or endearing. It's just grating yeah. the whole time. Yeah, uh, I listened to a yeah. game in English for
2: like twenty minutes. <laughs> hey. yeah. It was a, it was at night when I didn't want to read subtitles. I was like uh, going to sleep. Sure. I'm like I'm gonna play it for like an hour. Let's put it on English, nice. I guess. Gotcha. And I, I changed. I uh, I gotcha to, with the game's credit
3: it lets you have all the language <laughs> options. Yeah, finally, say. this you is be be the answer. Day, so, I, I, yeah, just so I don't want to harp on the voice acting too much, because you could just turn it mm-hmm. into Japanese and mm-hmm. English subtitles and be done with it. Yeah. Um, the so Huber talked about like the story uh, with like having a trouble appreciating the world despite watching Kingsglade despite watching Brotherhood. There's mm-hmm. actually a prologue you can read, which is the translation of the Japanese audio only thing. And, there, and Square Enix is encouraging you to go read it before oh you play the game. Yeah. dude, we I mean, have, we had,
0: need had, to take a stand right now. Yeah. And it's something that during my Final Fantasy 15 journey that I've been really frustrated by, and it needs to be said. Every time I feel like, okay, I'm ready to dissect the story of 15, there is something that comes along and says, no, go do this other extraneous thing. And it's just, it it becomes so disconnected and so disjointed. But but the thing is, is even when I say that, like I enjoyed Kingsglaive. I enjoyed Brotherhood. I'm curious how I'd feel reading this prologue. I've enjoyed each of these individual elements, and I thought it was worth the effort to experience them. But it's hard not feeling
2: frustrated yeah, at the don't, same time. I don't know when this happened. Like Mass Effect One was the perfect example of extra novels and books that added to the game, but they were not essential. Okay, you could read yeah. like a a book about uh, Saren or whatever and what he was like before he went all evil cool you don't need it when you play through all of Mass Effect yes, nothing is, is going to be lost or, or missed out on but it yes. adds a little bit and it's like okay I read all about you I know, I know a little bit more about your backstory what an excellent point there's mm-hmm. so many games now it's yeah. like oh you didn't read uh, yeah. this manga or you didn't watch those six episodes or you didn't pay for that DLC or like you didn't get that pre-order. There's like so yeah. many things.
0: The, I feel like I, I'm missing out. I want to talk about this. This expand on this codex thing really quickly because it's it's so important and it's not just like because Final Fantasy 15 had a, a somewhat similar thing where you could in Final Fantasy 13 read up on things, but it felt a in little 13? bit cumbersome. Yeah, yes, I sure. liked it. I, yeah, I hear you. But why I feel like it's so elegant in Mass Effect, and I think mm-hmm. the thing is important, is I honestly believe you can totally ignore the codex in Mass Effect, and get a sense of the personality of each of the races, yeah. the conflict that's going on, why what you're doing matters. Yeah, That's so essential, because then when I read those codex entries, I already felt attached and interested. Totally. And the other thing that is super important, and so many people mess up, is the way those codex entries were written. Mm-hmm. Is uh, they were They were concise. It felt like they were only as long as they needed to be mm-hmm. to convey a simple point, and then they would move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, Oh, okay, no I've got to read, you know, three pages on this yeah. one thing. You just get a nice little chunk, yeah. and you continue on. Because in Dishonored Two,
2: they're really long. You
0: like go into they're a room, so and you've got five books to read. Yeah, and you're you you just at, after a certain point you're exhausted. and You don't care.
3: Yeah, anymore. yeah. I started skipping. There are thrug. so yeah. many. Yeah. And so long. it feels like some of some of the, these game creators are struggling with the like the violating the cardinal sin of like. Any kind of narrative-driven medium needs to have, like, you should be able to enjoy it standalone. Exactly. So even if it's a sequel that was always planned as part of a trilogy or something, each individual story needs to stand on its own two legs. Mm -hmm. And I think because video games are a little bit more interactive, I think some of these creators struggle a little bit more with that because they have to fulfill the duty of this needs to also be a game and not just a story. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the hardest in these open world games to to do that. Mm -hmm. And I sympathize to, to a degree with that. But it does seem like, especially like Final Fantasy games in general, um, dating back to like 13, yes, they had like the, the codex stuff in there, but it was more to help you understand this because they dumped so much of a lexicon on you of their oh world. God, it you felt like you couldn't
0: understand it without you knowing You couldn't anything. understand yes. it
3: without it. And, and, and in 15, yeah. it's just, it's there, but like, I don't think it's, it could have been woven into the game a little bit better than having to go, hey, here's Kingsglaive. Here's Brotherhood. It's part of the world of mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 15. You should consume it all and enjoy it as one big experience. It's like some people just want to play the game. They don't want this other stuff. They're, they're just not interested. In the, and they shouldn't have to go and watch that to get a better understanding of the game and to fully appreciate it.
0: Yep. Um, Which, we, yeah. sorry. Go ahead.
3: But yeah, the story was my biggest problem with 15. I want to talk.
0: I want to talk yeah. about the story. And mm-hmm. I, to to kind of springboard that conversation, I want to talk specifically about the characters. Um, and just I think I want to say really quickly is it it felt like a story where they had this stable of characters perhaps perhaps left over versus 13 or, or whatever it was, just characters that they threw in there and did no, absolutely nothing with. Um, I think a lot of the Empire side was like that yes uh, oh, so the the the, yes. the, uh, oh, the emperor God. himself amounted to very little you Better watch uh, Kingsley. which which I think kind of plays doesn't into matter. his relationship with them. with yeah. Arden. Uh, a little bit, but again, it's not not super developed. Uh, the who's Jared? You know, Jared <laughs> dies off screen. What's going on? Who is yeah, this character? Yeah, just some old dude. You know, it, when you when somebody dies <laughs> and you go, know, "Who, who <laughs> is he?" Uh, that's oh a that's a gosh. huge problem. And absolutely, I think there <laughs> there are a lot of things that you can point to that are just <laughs> there is very poorly handled. Yeah. yeah. But there were characters that surprised me as well. And I do want to talk about the things that work for me. And we mentioned her earlier, but uh, Iris was one of those characters Mm -hmm. that I actually really liked. And I I thought had way more depth than I was initially expecting. Because, you know, you have uh, Gladio's sister, who's just kind of this chipper, like wants to help out, very positive character. And that's that's typical in an RPG. But I think a cool dynamic that Iris has with the group is she likes Noctis. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's not like this... Grading, I'm thinking of like Amy from the Sonic the Hedgehog Universe, so forgive me, but like, like, all, they're,
2: like all over him. Like all, the time. all over them yeah. all the time yeah. be like, oh,
0: you're so cool.
2: It's, it's like it's, a
0: shy schoolgirl crush that's yeah, going on here. Yeah. Like, you have this moment in Listalum where you kind of go around and explore the city with her. And uh, you know, it's 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 kind of it's kind of cute. And you can kind of tell that these characters have some sort of chemistry there, and then there's this moment where she's like, No, like you like not only are you betrothed to luna you have to do this and you want to do this and i respect that and then suddenly you know it's not like she goes away and cries or uh you know doesn't become an integral part of the adventure she's still with you she's still helping mm-hmm. out she's still uh contributing her own way she'll even fight with you in battles and i thought it was just a really cool way of, of handling it and uh you know it, and it it also developed noctis for me a little mm-hmm. bit more as well so could
1: have gone for a little more core in that game could have definitely yeah. gone from loved him, uh, dude. Yeah. I, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna there's definitely
3: you can tell his dude for shit sure. but like I felt like core was core was a problem in that seems so integral in the beginning or presented as it's gonna be this important mm-hmm. person. And then I don't know after a certain point you just I never saw them again. I mm-hmm. don't know if I missed something. I just no, don't see him again. Don't. And for most of the game it's a, that he was around, they explain like, oh he's busy doing hunting. He's a mm-hmm. hunter. I was like, hmm, shit's going down in the world. Noctis needs to, you know, reascend the throne and take back, you Mm -hmm. know, his home. This guy's going to go out and hunt and stuff. Yeah, he was was like, 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 what? He was the king's bodyguard before. Yeah, I was like, he should have been with you. I get, like, maybe at the beginning he wants him to find himself. He needs to get the courage and, like, get, like, maybe the first... I was like, maybe he has to go get the 13, you know... Uh, weapons whatever from the mm-hmm. king's tomb and then like Coral will show up or something alright you you prove yourself the like yeah, you, you, you gotta be you ascended king, yeah. and stuff now it's time to go like nothing like that yeah uh, I feel like what we're trying
0: to do is the, you know they keep showing that photograph of young Regis yeah. and, and his crew and mm-hmm. Kor was one of those yeah. members I think the attempt was to be like this is Noctis' story and Kor was a reminder of how this is sort of echoing Regis's past mm-hmm. but they didn't make those ties strong enough for that to really sink in. Um, and so that's, I, I think that's why Core didn't have a more prevalent part in the story is because it's like... I've done this. But, kind like, of, you know, uh, like
1: the journey was about those four guys, but Core yes. could have been, like, the one to support them even right. more to get to the point.
0: Or, right. Yeah. Or just and say, like, he's going to go do
3: something. Like, I'm out on a mission. Yeah. And I'm we'll going to meet go up do later. So, I'll help you guys Not, do this I'm out totally. hunting and helping random other people, and I'll maybe I'll mean, see you again. I'm gonna hang and out he could have
0: filled in more information about Regis in the past. Like, hey, yeah. That Here's a side that you never saw of your
2: dad, you know, and maybe that. Why is he being, like, secretive in a way? Yeah. It's like, Sid is the only one who,
3: like, tells. Tells you anything yeah, about you know, meaning? I love
2: Sid, uh, I love Sid too. Love Sid. Mystery is a real mis- good Sid. For the sake of mystery, but yeah, yeah. More core, please. Uh, like yeah. Spinoff game.
0: Any 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 other points that we want to talk about uh, in the story? <sighs> I just I can't talk about them without
1: spoiling stuff, so I have sure. to like hold back.
0: I mean, we've already spoiled quite
1: a bit. No, but like I don't want to spoil. Uh, we oh, we Okay. Okay. But like late. there was sorry, Mike, there no, was no, different sorry. moments I'm in sorry, the game where me. I was like. This is DLC. This is gonna be, sure. this yes. is where the DLC is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. The, oh boy, but like the way they nakedly make it, we're going to cover this in the mm, DLC. Yeah. It it's very little, blatant. Like yeah. this is gonna be DLC. And, like
2: really important stuff happens in that stuff too. Mm. Gotta wait for the Final Fantasy XV. Complete Don't complete edition.
1: Complete, yeah.
3: Don't say it to be 2 years
1: now cuz there's like going to be two seasons um, of DLC and stuff. True. Mission 51. Uh, oh wait, sorry, one other thing. The game made it super confusing about being able to go back to the open world at one point. Yeah, it is not. Cuz I did not know oh, you not could, I did not know you could like do, I was super confused like what they were talking about how they explain it, but you can go back to the world and like have fun. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I, I, totally. I knew
3: you could do that. I, I thought there would be like a consequence or something because I'm not going to spoil what it actually encompasses to go back to the open world. It's not just yeah. like travel there. We'll say that much. Um, and I yeah, obviously I don't want to spoil anything. And like I talked with Ben a little bit before, uh, a week or a few days ago or something about my concerns about what we talked about so far about the story, but like the later parts. And no specifics. My problem was that I felt – Things kept popping up and happening with almost no explanation or too little explanation that was so jarring mm-hmm. into the final stretch. And when Ben was explaining stuff to me, I was just like, this that did not come across to me at all. Like what? It felt like some characters' motivations and allegiances just changed either too abruptly or there was hints, but it just it happened too quickly. And events happen. I'm like, what is... Did I miss... Is there a DLC chapter here that I missed or something Mm -hmm. that explains what's going on? Because I was just so lost. It it made sense at the end. I'm like, okay, I get it now. But I still don't get why were there all these gaps that led me... that, That were here. There's so many omissions. And to me, the only explanation I can come up with is maybe the last stretch of the game suffered the most... From the changes over the course of development, from verses to mm, to fifteen, sure. that that's where it hit the heart because you can tell that we all complained or we all discussed the opening like there's no escape from Niflheim or whatever. Uh, sorry, um, Crown City. Insomnia. Insomnia. Thank mm. you. Uh, I was like Niflheim's <laughs> an empire. I was like, yeah. no, no, People not the empire. So, um, okay. Yeah, Crown City.
0: Wish um, I could have spent more time in the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But it yeah, like too a, much. Yeah.
3: It felt, yeah. It felt like those were the two parts that probably suffered the most from the changes and stuff. So who knows?
2: Um Do you think Lightning would have shown up if it was Versus 13? No. She would have I mean, been the goddess. I was Do you think so she would have been the goddess? No.
0: But I mean, not that I'm opposed to that, but <laughs> Oh no, the The impression the whole... that I got from Versus 13 is that it was like kind of using the broader ideas it of was, the
3: the the Lucie yeah. stuff with the crystals, mm, which right. I mm, think mm. I can tell some of that. There's a really this has nothing to do with the existing story, but there's a really good cutscene out there that talks about uh, Arden and the Emperor. Discussing their motives or what's going on, mm-hmm. and they're talking about the importance of severing the line of Lucius or whatever, mm-hmm. and that that's why they're pursuing Nox because he has to die because they can sever this line or whatever
2: bloodline, mm-hmm. and
3: then they could become the ones worthy of like assume the false sea or the sea crystal would recognize them that like is completely gone and stuff doesn't even exist anymore.
0: Um, if you guys are okay with it, I kind of want to move into a broader series discussion real oh, quick, sure. talking about the future. Uh, the last thing that I wanted to say to kind of wrap up my my perspective on this discussion as a whole and the game as a whole, just just to say it on the record, and I want to give you guys a chance to kind of do the same exact thing, is, you know, as I think you've kind of seen from this discussion, Final Fantasy XV is a game that, that is very easy to find faults in. Like, we, we have a lot of complaints about a lot of different areas, mm-hmm. uh, and just speaking for myself personally, I, I don't disagree with... Almost anything these guys said. Like, I'm, I'm like, yep, 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 both the good and the bad. But it was one of those things where by, by the time I reached the end, I was. I enjoyed being in the world so much. Mm-hmm. I really did feel uh, a relationship between the characters and I cared about them. And I. I couldn't stop playing. You know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm frustrated. I need to put it down. It wasn't like, I was waiting 10 years for this. It wasn't what I was feeling. It was like, no, put me back on that Chocobo. Let me see what else I can find. And that, that meant a lot to me because I remember finishing, you know, Final Fantasy And I don't think it's fair to judge the merits on Fifteen solely based on my experience with Thirteen. but it's hard not to think of because when I finished Final Fantasy Thirteen, I was like, I... I don't want to look at this again. This is making me mad, you know. When
1: I felt 13 when I finished 13, I felt nothing. Right, I felt nothing. Thing. I felt yes. nothing. I felt something with this.
0: And to be honest with you, I, I feel like, not that I'm not entertained by a lot of games, but I there are a lot of times I finish a game and I'm like, okay, cool. And I kind of move on to the next thing. Like this, this hit me in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think uh that just reached a point where it soared over a lot of the complaints that I had. And I, you know, I think. I hope Final Fantasy 16 will be a more cohesive game, a more consistent game. But uh, this Final Fantasy made me Final Fantasy 15, excuse me, made me hopeful in a way that I wasn't expecting.
1: Yep. Yeah, it made me confident in the future of Final Fantasy, more like back on track. Like 14 was like a big step. Like yes, they're getting it now, and 15 is like for me further understanding mm-hmm. what people like about these games, and they're getting kind of back on that track. Yes. Uh. Yeah, there's definitely problems with this game. We could always talk about for a lot of stuff outweighed it for me the problems, Mm -hmm. and I was happy with this game. Does it live up to ten years of anticipation? No, it doesn't. I don't think like anything can. Mm -hmm. Ten years is a lot, right? But I was I was happy and satisfied at the end product, kind of thing. Uh, Yeah, I like
0: that.
3: Yeah. Fifteen was better than it beat my expectations. Yeah. Like okay. I, I I mean, yes, I have I have personal like grievances with mostly the story of the game. Mm-hmm. And that probably will be worked out. I mean, Final Fantasy is always gonna have its certain types of stories. Mm-hmm. I think they can still be good though. And I think this one just a special case, doesn't matter how long it was in development, it wasn't the mm-hmm. the whole thing with the expectations. I think it's development history. ...is the reason for its story problems. Yeah, um, And we're probably never going to get the full truth on what happened with that. So, overlooking that part of it, the rest of it was pretty good and beat my expectations. And as Brad said, like, I'm confident now that they've got this one out of the way... ...as long as I keep going down this path with this direction for the series... Mm-hmm. ...that if 16 is going to you know be the successor the next installment for the, the, the more single-player driven game... ...it's going to be a better game probably. Mm-hmm. It's gonna benefit from having done this like legwork in fifteen and sixteen will be a more cohesive, you know, experience. They'll iron out some of the stuff, it'll be better. And it'll only keep improving, is kind of like my hope for the series. And so I, I'm I'm generally optimistic. I, I feel a little bummed out about some of the shortcomings of fifteen, but yeah. I overall feel a little bit I feel optimistic about the Final Fantasy franchise in general going forward. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah, there gets to a point when a game gets delayed for so long that, you know, it's like a roller coaster. Expectations are going up, 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 up. Yeah. As the years start going by and the delays start rolling in, expectations naturally go down, 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 down. Yep. So uh, this game has exceeded my expectations. Uh, again, I have not finished it yet. But the uh, 30 or so hours that I've put into this game, I have had so much fun. Uh, and... Haven't hit the emotional payoffs. so those are always the, the the things that stay with me in video games. Like, I think of uh, The Witcher, you know? Just so many emotional moments that I always will remember mm-hmm. in, like, the future. Um, but I've had, like, these awesome adventure moments. Like, yeah. I don't think I will ever forget the early moment with the giant bird that you need to sneak past, and mm-hmm. it wakes up. That was one of the most... That, that probably of the year... Is the most memorable visual frame in a game that's happened all year. Hey, that Huber,
0: Moment.
2: hats off to you, by the way,
0: for sticking with your media blackout. Yeah. Because that is a moment yeah, that damn. happens yeah. in the demo that didn't have as much impact for me. Yes. And if I had followed the Michael Huber yes. school of thought, <laughs> it probably would have had a much bigger impact. And to it hear off. you say how much it paid off for you is oh really Oh my cool. god, that yeah. moment.
2: Yeah. Unbelievable. The music and yeah, it right. just rises up and the, it's the first time you really see the the scale and the scope of how big the game is. It's awesome. Like the uh the behemoth one where it kinda walks by and he's like, what's going on in this yeah. log? And that one was like, yeah. Was
3: you talking about guess, Deadeye? Deadeye? Deadeye. Was yeah. your map like all misty and stuff when you Super did that? Far yeah, it it looks like, so much better than the Duskai yeah. part, yeah. like the, this want to say, the sky zone looks so much better in the final version, mm-hmm. and that part of, mm-hmm. I know we'd seen it so much, but it looks so good this time around. I was nice. like, mm-hmm. I was like, thank you. So were, like, I just need to say the
0: yeah, the good. the Griffin part happened in like a e three thing wow. that I yeah, yeah. oh okay
3: I see. and we I think we saw so it like that good. early thing as well because right?
2: you yeah. have to sneak past it and then back. It was
3: intense the first time. It's
2: cool. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I know um, what you we need to move on yeah, we're but... oh sorry and and just, I just want to cut off your thoughts and just the the adventure you know it, it's yeah. really hard to capture that feeling of actually being on an adventure I think Kyle Bossman uh, is going to have a field day with this game because because oh, he means. loves that too mm-hmm. that, that just feeling of an adventure mm-hmm. I think this game really captures it it does
3: yeah after all the DLC comes out for this game and all the patches they're probably... Cause they're going to keep supporting it. That's the one thing people should know. They're going to keep supporting this game for at least a year, it sounds like, if not more. Yeah. I bet by the time, like, the definitive edition or when the PC version eventually yeah. comes out, it'll be such an improved game and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe all the story stuff will be filled in by the DLC. Like, I'm kind of excited to see that point. They're going to make mm-hmm. me wonder, like, man, if only they had it at the beginning. But yeah, I bet you in a year come back... We're, some of us could be like, man, like as a whole experience, like fifteen was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Betting right now, boom. Fifteen complete. Knocking in. Uh, fifteen complete.
2: Yeah, the like la- on on Sorry, some. Just lastly, like in some ways, this game is. It could. It could. This game could have been perfect, right? In a way, right? You know, uh, it's just unfortunate that it went through so many
4: mm-hmm.
2: behind yeah. the scenes problems. You know, it's a it's a of pain situation. Honestly, it, it's weird because I.
0: I honestly think you know, like what you're saying. I totally get that perspective. I think that's perspective spot on. Like you see it, and you're like, oh, yeah. it could, it's it could there. be this. But then you could also take the other's perspective, and you're like, oh, what, wait, I really like what's there too. Yeah, of And it's, it's it's that kind of back
1: and forth. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a hard. I game think to it's pin down. a miracle this game turned Me out too. as good as it did. Yeah, and it,
2: and absolutely. It's, and, and and I find myself wrestling with that thought. It's like, is it fair to give the game so much slack and so much benefit of the doubt? No, After they've delayed it for 10 years? Is, no, is it irrational no, that nice. I'm so forgiving to it? No, even though not. they've made us wait 10 years? Yeah, it's, it's a... <laughs> but it's like... I feel like it's okay because like... As a gamer, as a consumer, it's like we... Can you only imagine when it was like working on this game for this long? I can't even imagine that stress and that feeling and all that. And it's like... Shit happens. You yeah. know, game oh, yeah. development is yeah. hard. Development, it's yeah. like... You got this game out and it works... And absolutely. It's, and it's great. And that is a triumph in I, my eyes. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I totally,
0: I totally want to speak to that really quickly. And, you know, like as a as a critic, as a reviewer, as people who like want to give you good advice on what's mm-hmm. worth your time and what isn't, you know, I obviously we can't be like, well, they tried really hard, so this one gets a free pass. You can't do that. But but I don't think there's any <laughs> harm in saying like I, I, I swear to you guys, and Damiani can speak to this, when we saw this game at E3 and things that I had heard after that, it was like, this is this is unplayable. This is in such a state yeah, of disarray. A, and, you know, uh, Tabata and his team, you know, the amount of effort that they put in to get it done, I just respect that. You yeah. know, I, I have a level of mm-hmm. respect there absolutely. that, like, absolutely, there are things to criticize. And I think you can totally walk away from 15 feeling bummed out or angry even. But, uh, I, th- what they were able to pull together in the end impressed me. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I the more I do this line of work, the more I feel, and it's weird to say this, the more I I it I feel weird, just commenting on every single thing because I can't imagine what it's like to be a creator and put your heart and soul into something and, and have it picked apart. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's just I I have more and more respect for the people that are out there being like, we got to fix yeah. these bugs. We've got to yeah. make this monster bigger. we got to, you know, how do we make this story more impactful? Like that just takes so, it takes everything. It takes everything you have. And I,
1: I love that. Yeah. It's very cool.
2: Yeah, I can't, I can't even believe this game came out.
1: I feel like we're so nitpicky on some things though because we care so much about <laughs> right, this.
2: Right,
0: right, right. And, but I, I do think it's good to have that perspective yeah. and, and be like, wait, am I being a little yeah, bit too
1: Yeah, totally.
2: Too, uh, too much here? I still um, feel like The Last Guardian is going to get delayed.
0: What? Yep.
3: It's I have it.
0: access to The Last Guardian and I still feel like it's going to get yeah. delayed. Yeah. Okay. I'm playing yeah. it right now. They're going yeah. like, <laughs> to get an online patch and <laughs> yeah. it's just locked yeah. out till next year. You're yeah. Yeah. delayed. The
3: yeah. disc no. is going to shoot
2: out yeah. of your PS4 yeah. like back, back to a no, win. It bricks yeah. the, oh yeah, It scratches yeah. the disc on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. can't
3: play it anymore. Yeah. Um, Okay, bans your system so you delete the save data. <laughs> we've been
0: uh, we've been talking about Final Fantasy 15 for an hour and 23 minutes. I'm sure some of you hate that, but that's that's how it I goes. To, I could go longer. It's I a could big go longer moment. Too. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about, and we don't have to we don't have to drone on about this, but but I think it's important. Uh, is Final Fantasy 15? I think regardless of how you feel about it, is a game that. It's just like we're going we're we are going we 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 have got this new direction, we're going after it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is that is perhaps the most important thing about Final Fantasy is is not just resting on a battle system, not just resting on a style or a cast of characters, to constantly mix it up. And that leads to the question of what do you want out of Final Fantasy sixteen? How many things do you want from fifteen? Or how many new things do you want? What are there? Like where do you want this series to go if it was up to you? Fantasy.
2: Medieval. Why? Oh, I mean. Oh. Uh it's been so long. They've gone so they've had so much science fiction. Uh 10, mm. 10 2 12 13 13-3, 15. Sure. Bring it back. How how back do you want us to go because I mean if you look at something like, like, nine, nine, like 9, okay? Like nine. That's yeah, 9 style. Okay. Classic back to its roots. I think this went so modern like uh
1: cup noodles and, and, and i've been trying
2: to compare it to like I, I i see a ps3 game in here you know what i mean i see it it's like wow i could see oh, i i yeah. see sure. this coming out a natural progression after 13 mm-hmm. 13 the whole pulse thing i was like okay they knew like this is just a huge grand pulse now they doubled down on open world and questing because that wasn't a lot in 13 13 was so linear but this game still has that linear tell you a story like 13 style um i would like if they just went fully back to uh classic style bring it back
0: you're speaking
3: Mm. to my
2: soul yeah it's pretty good i would say turn-based but i know that's not a not a popular i mean it's possible i know it's not a popular opinion whatever say what you want i would love turn-based um but at the same time, Dragon Quest XI is gonna like really, really scratch my turn based fantasy itch. Yeah. So maybe I kinda enjoy Final Fantasy being in the future and stuff, because it's like best that's... of both worlds, you know? Like if Final Fantasy sixteen came out and it was a turn based fantasy game just after we get Dragon Quest XI, that's a little like the overlap is kinda weird. <laughs> I there's something I need to to
0: say, and you're you're hitting it on the money, is I, I see so many people be like go back, go back to the old style, you know, go back There's to the so grids, go back style. to the ATV. There are so guys, <laughs> there are so many turn-based JRPGs yeah. out right now. Mm-hmm. Go play yeah. Legend of Heroes. Go, go, do it. Go, just. Tokyo Mirage Sessions, another great one with a very interesting battle system. <laughs> mm-hmm. Persona 5 is coming out. That's going to be turn-based. turn-based yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I, I get it. I get that you love Final Fantasy. I get that you're attached to a certain style of Final Fantasy. And there's nothing wrong with that. And if you still feel yeah, that we, way by the end of the day, I totally respect it. All I ask is that you keep an open mind and try to give as many things yeah. as you can a chance because maybe it'll fill that
2: hole. I just love turn-based.
0: Yeah, I do I, too. I do too. I yeah. feel
2: like every battle is... is meaningful, you have to think. Like, there's so many times in this game where I'm just on autopilot. Sure. And I feel like even if you're so high level in a turn-based game and you can just attack your way through, there's are some times when you... Like, a lot of times when you do need to think, you do need to plan ahead. I um, agree and disagree. So, let me
1: bring something up. a lot of old Final Fantasy games, I feel like you can just cruise your way through a lot of battles. Pokemon style? Pokemon the, style. Yeah, Pokemon style. But it's, like, about the battles. Like, even in the battles in 15, later on, I, like... Was like thinking more instead of just like you know what you're at. You're yeah. at like a point where you're not dealing with anything like that. There will yeah. be points where you have to actually think more. It's impossible. I mean, you, I mean says... by the
0: time you reach chapter six, you might be level 99. Yeah, so yeah you're yeah, right like low. you're you're be ridiculously
1: ridiculous. high
2: level right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Damiani, open world.
3: Um, I want them to see. I want them to try and incorporate job systems a little bit more into Ooh. it. Um, good job systems. Not hard, just, not just like here's white mage. You're a white mage. I want them to go back maybe to either the five system or, or a system where it, it is an adaptive system where you can get skills from a certain job, apply it into them, and then try out. So you're not locked to one job essentially. Like but tactics I want or something? but I want your party members to be able to switch different into different roles essentially and try working that into the system a little bit more. And expanding upon skills, basically, having more skills, having more abilities. This one was a little bit more weapon and gear driven. Like, Mm -hmm. there was the magic, there was like the, the link system or whatever. I would like to see that expanded more and drawing inspiration from the old classic job systems and working that in, as well as like being, it'd be nice to see a more like throwback to a more traditional fantasy setting. Um, where machinery and technology is a little less commonplace. It can still be there. Like, I would say up to like Final Fantasy VI levels or yeah, magitech like, Magitech's like, yeah. acceptable, oh, but no. like not what? Oh no. Uh oh. Oh no what?
0: I'm sorry. I want as soon as I, I say what happened, you can finish your thought. I apologize, but you did it. You you put us right back into the frame trap. You said the forbidden word. Magitech. <laughs> I
2: knew it was Magitech fuck we're, we're caught
0: we're caught we have to break free we're and caught. the only way that we can break free from this frame trap
4: oh.
0: the demons of this realm have given me a list of questions okay multiple choice questions five they all relate to the final fantasy
1: series thanks a lot Damiani I thanks didn't, a lot I didn't get to talk about what I wanted to see in the next yeah, one <laughs> we'll come
0: back we'll come back we'll come back I promise I'm sorry I'm sorry uh uh, and whoever gets the most points by the end of us has the honor of breaking us out of this magitech-induced frame trap. Oh, let's go, Huber! But All right, so I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to be cool. multiple choice. There are three choices. You have to pick one. Don't. It's very important for some of these that you don't speak out of turn. So okay. I'm going to go in an order. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So let me just write your names down real quick. Huber. Like I'm on a Boston podcast right, right now. This is a very Boston thing. That is true. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you hear that? It's a yeah. frame trap. Yeah, yeah. No, it is very... Oh. oh, that makes me feel way less good about this. But it's true.
2: All right. Um, I just wanted to ask some Final Fantasy questions. Yeah, but Bossman doesn't talk about Final Fantasy 15 for 90 minutes. That's right.
1: True. That's right, Bossman. Uh, no, but I like yours because it's like RP with being caught in the frame trap. We got to get out. Yeah,
2: I context. Just, yeah, like the idea
0: of, of having something that could happen at any moment. You know, we might do this at the beginning of the show, we might do it at the end. Just keep you guys on your toes a little bit. See how much you guys really know about Final Fantasy. Oh my god. You don't know Question anything. one. Again, no reaction until it's your turn. First Final Fantasy game with Sid. Option A Final Fantasy 1. Option B, Final Fantasy 2, uh, like, true 2, not 4. Oh, okay. Okay? Final Fantasy 3. So, 1, 2, or 3. Mm-hmm. Bradley Ellis. Uh, 3? Okay. Michael Huber. 2. Okay. Damiani. B, 2. 2. It's okay. Damn. Huber and Damiani, are correct. One point a ah, piece. I haven't played 2. It's all right. It's all right. The frame trap picks the questions, man. <laughs> all right. Question number 2. How many Final Fantasy games have the words Crystal Chronicles in the title? So it had Crystal Chronicles has to be in the title. There can be an additional subtitle, but how many Final okay. Fantasy Crystal Chronicle games are there? Uh, I pulled all of these from a specific source, so I, I hope they're right. But I, I tried to double check as much as I could. Please correct me if I get anything wrong. Uh, six, seven.
1: Or eight. Oh my god, this is way more than I thought. Damiani.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Which option was seven? Seven was B. B. Okay.
2: Huber. B. Okay. <laughs> Only because Damiani said Damn. Uh, I'm
1: going to go with six then.
0: According to my research, and we can we can talk this out, and please let me know how you're doing at home. I want to know your own personal scores. I just like quizzes. Uh, there are six yeah. games, yeah, bearing the Final Fantasy crystals.
1: Dude, I
3: only thought there was three. There's original one. There's Echoes of Time. There's Crystal Bears, There's the Rings of Fate. Yep. There's uh, my life is my Dark life Lord. is Dark Lord. Oh. But there was another. There was another. There were two of those though. Right. The, the, that's six, and then there was a mobile one. I thought
0: we need to check the tape. That's compromised. I don't. I don't tapes. know if
3: I'm right. I don't know if it's actually called Crystal Chronicles in it though. Okay,
0: so I and I it, it I, was a JP only. I went one. to three different pages. I trust. I trust your research. Yeah, okay. I think I went it, you're, you're probably right. I could be wrong. We can. We can. We can debate. Because this, I had but... six,
3: and then I thought there was a mobile one, so I added one and sure. got to seven. Yeah. So there's
0: so there's the original Crystal Chronicles, and there's five that either. came after that. The game is the first one, right? The GameCube
1: one was the first one. Then game. there yes. was the DS one. Yes. Then, that, then there was the Wii one and that was it. Guess not. Tricky
0: questions. All right. Another tricky question. Again, this surprised me when I saw it. This this little trivia bit. Oh, great. What is the only Final Fantasy game to have more playable female characters than male characters? Hmm. Option A. Final Fantasy three. Option B, Final Fantasy Tactics, and oh, option yeah. C, Final Fantasy V. Michael Huber.
1: More playable female characters? I'm going to say
2: Tactics. Okay.
1: Brad. I'm going to say Tactics. Okay.
0: Damiani. God, three is four.
2: Uh, but, okay... I
0: guess tactics makes this a little confusing, and I, I should clarify that. And I will allow you to do whatever you want with your answers. I'm not talking like characters that like you can create in the. Oh, I, um, I just mean I just mean like core yeah. core characters. Five. Okay, excellent. So you're going you're staying with tactics. Five. You're going <laughs> with Final Fantasy five. Yeah. You're going with Final yes. Fantasy five.
3: Because okay. you how you worded like your setup for the question, I was yeah. gonna pick three, but I'm picking five now.
0: You're all
1: correct. Thank yeah, you. dude. Three. There's three, only three? there's only one girl in three. No. Yeah. The main character in three is a boy, that you start out as. I thought there was more than one. No, there's, there's uh, there's there's one girl. There's what's what's her face? Uh,
3: not, she's a girl. Let's play World of Final Fantasy. She's the one in it. Like, what's her face?
2: Uh,
1: I
3: don't. At so at least in no, the, I mean, two, two, I mean,
1: least the main four, there's one girl. I'm pretty sure. Two two two. Two
2: two two. two, 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 two we're all tied two. up in, all right. in
0: question four. Okay.
1: What?
0: Final Fantasy game is Hironobu Sakaguchi said is his favorite. Gone on record saying is his favorite Final Fantasy game. I know it. Okay. Uh, Damiani. Uh, The options are Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy V, and Final Fantasy IX.
3: Sakaguchi. The gooch. (laughs) The gooch. (laughs)
2: Nine. Okay. Huber. Oh, my gut was nine, but I'm leaning towards five. Nine. Okay, nine. All
0: correct.
1: Yes. So do we all break out at the same time? We have one more. Question. Have to,
0: I'll have to come up with a bonus question. Can we all just be like, I'm okay at no. the same time and bust out? Never more, mind. That's like, way better. Like, three meter, like, three three more that's more way better. Right that's better. Here, that's way better But I mean, mean ultra yeah. <laughs> we do. We do have one more question. Uh, this one. This one surprised me as well. Uh, and caught me off guard. So again, may need to check the tapes. But I, I looked it up, and it seemed it seemed very correct. Okay. So I, I hope I hope my research is is on the spot with this. Question number five: What is the only main line Final Fantasy title where the player has access to summons, but doesn't fight any summons in the game? So you can summon creatures, but you don't have a battle mm. with these summons. Option A, Final Fantasy Four. Option B, Final Fantasy Seven. Or C, Final Fantasy Twelve. Twelve. Okay, Mike, well, I, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> Michael, Well, all right, Michael Huber, Twelve. All right, Damiani. Twelve. Okay.
1: Seven. Brad
2: hits it. You don't that's fight crazy.
3: Bahamut in seven. Yeah, what?
2: Straight applies. Straight applies. Straight applies. You don't. Where fight, would Bahamut? You fight Bahamut? I know some.
3: Ma- I know there are materia yeah, and you, stuff you that you get Bahamut. them. You acquire them. Yeah. But I thought there was actually a fight with Bahamut. I don't or... think so.
0: I don't think so. No. That's what the notes. That's what the research. Because <laughs> I knew you didn't fight any you of them. Should.
3: I thought Bahamut was a fight in that.
0: All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna live. Yeah. I'm gonna. Google. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably thinking I'm right, of another yeah, we're game. Yeah, we I was. I am yeah. upset. I honestly. didn't know
3: twelve. I, I've only played. <laughs> I played twelve once, and I forgot it. Like about. So summon. again, the, I the don't was remember any summons in twelve. That you just
0: you don't have any fights with a summon character mm-hmm. like like a titan or a leviathan or anything like that. Yeah. All right, live fact check. I don't remember fighting in Bahamut in seven.
1: <laughs> you get the first one. Then There's the sisters. I mean, they face off against Muhammad and Evan Children. Yeah. That yeah. might be my fear. They face Evan Children. They do, uh, children. You do
3: yeah. face off against Muhammad
0: and Evan Children. Might be confusing yeah. the cutscene with yeah. Muhammad Children. <laughs>
3: that really yeah. happened in Final Fantasy VII.
0: They do. they do. It's all blurred blur at this point. Sure.
3: <laughs> Too sure. much Final Fantasy
0: VII shit out there. So, Brad, you get the honor of breaking us out of the Magitech oh, induced Frame
1: Trap. I'm, I'm on slashing it. out of this thing do
0: right it. now. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Um, nice. So, I'm, I'm sorry for the lack of confidence in some of the questions. Again, if you notice any errors, please us know. Again, Guys, this is just a, a fun thing as I well. am the Final We, we like I hope, I hope you had a good time with Caught in a Frame Trap. Uh, I, I wanted to pick questions That's that yeah, were, I, were tricky. I like that. So, yeah, we'll do that again. Do Caught in a Frame Trap again. Um, yeah. All right, so going back into the Final Fantasy conversation, uh, I know, Brad, you said you uh, had oh, some yeah. things you want to say, Damiani. Uh, you um, had some things that you wanted to say before we move the, on.
3: Oh, yeah, I was in the middle of saying job system stuff. Going yeah. back to... Uh, more traditional fantasy setting, with the frame trap word is like the lim- the limit of tech like the technological <laughs> existence in that world, um, and oh, I forgot what the last thing I was gonna say. It's probably something about like the story being like a little bit better and something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like uh, just something a little bit more traditional, I guess. Sure, yeah,
2: traditional. That's the best way. To s- yeah, best way to say it. Don't worry, it's the best. Like the word association, traditional <laughs> Final Fantasy. Yeah. So I was thinking uh,
0: maybe that would be an avenue they could explore in sort of like a Revelations 2 sort of thing. Where maybe for the big main entry, they, it is pretty radically different than what's come before. But then you have these other smaller games that can still tell incredible stories um, that, that kind
2: of appease that, that hole. You know it would be so cool? Appease that hole. Final yeah. Fantasy 1 Remake. Huber, You know. Hubert. Yeah. 15 is kind of Final Fantasy 1 awesome. has been remade, remade many yeah.
1: times. Like, a, like a, no, <laughs> no, it's, it's, I think you're talking about like a no. 3D oh. remake. No, I'm talking...
3: It got, re- it got redone with like modern like sprite yeah. work and stuff no, no, years no, 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 ago. No, 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 no You're no. talking about like a 15 um, style remake. 15, like yeah.
2: from the ground up, huge. Final Fantasy oh, 1. Oh, boy. Oh, well, there's not much Let's there. Let's try to survive the yeah. 7 remake yeah. first. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. But no, I agree. I think it's a good idea. I'm just trying to put that No, I'm just thinking the like... Yeah. I want that classic like black mage, white mage, right, warrior. That's right. 9. I, yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: kind of. But there's no jobs in 9. Yeah, but you like but you, you, you have they have, have
1: that, them that yeah. are that, they are that. Yeah. That
3: you true. want to drop that meteor spell.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um fire. Up. So, final fantasy to me is you, you say it like me, good. Kind of like a ever evolving thing and it is not one thing specific to me. Mm-hmm. so I'm always willing them to try new things. Like, yeah. I do love... I love all the classic stuff. Like, I love turn-based battles, but I'm always okay with them trying something completely new and different every time. To me, Final Fantasy 15 is like... Or, I'm sorry, Final Fantasy in general is just like them trying new out ideas and new stories and new worlds they want to talk about. Yes. Uh, But things I feel like they all need is an open world. From all here them, on out? Yes, they all need to have an open world that you can explore where you're not going through corridors like... 13 like you need like a sense of exploration mm-hmm. and being like on an adventure somewhat uh and i'd say they need like like they could have a crazy ass story that's like it's like really weird mm-hmm. but you need to be able to understand it
0: yes yes i I don't want any more FL Yeah, like I, mean, I know that's a thing. weird. We from, like, from Venice, like,
1: eight, like crazy c stuff. Oh, like, yeah, I'm down. I'm totally down, down with that down stuff. Baby, baby. But I just need it to be told in a way that people can oh, understand easier. Absolutely. And like it's fine if I'm sorry. It's fine definitely. if they have things that like you have to like kind of dig deep for and like uh stuff that's like kind of left open. That's fine, but you need like a central thing to focus on absolutely'm uh,
0: I'm, I'm playing through Final Fantasy VI again for for research for this video series I want to do and uh, boy it's, it's exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. Brad where it's like hey magic's gone we've got these espers like they have these terminology they have this the kind of their own unique thing going on but mm-hmm. it's, it's very clear like this is what's going on this is what's happening uh, the terms are very easily defined they're not uh, too much and it's like okay now it's time to focus on the characters here's mm-hmm. Locke interacting with tara and edgar and 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 uh yeah all that stuff it's just it's it's amazing how simple it is and how much more engaging yep. it is as a result yeah. yeah totally yes
3: i actually remembered the last thing i wanted yes please. so it wasn't just like story uh i would like to see more uh, dungeons oh so, um, classic like dungeon Well, dungeon? what they did in 15 yeah like i'd like to, i'd like to see more of those like and maybe push themselves a little bit more to you know they had the whole platforming one maybe incorporate a little bit of that into you know the actual combat stuff and more puzzles like they've shown that they could probably do it like they could probably make pretty good dungeons they don't need to go overboard but they could definitely have made a few more required
2: i want lightning to return
0: again if that's the name of the game, Lightning Returns again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw on a gas they're talking about 10-3. Yeah. And that's like me- a high I mean, possibility. Th- that needs to not happen. Like, what? It needs to not happen. 10-3? It needs to not I happen. I really like 10
0: a lot. I don't want a 10-3. Like, uh, do you, let's
3: move on. Do you know what I'm... the premise is going to be? Don't. Yeah, go that's read the thing mind. about like the like the novel or something. I we talked about. I this, really don't want to talk about taking the blood No.
2: Oh man,
0: <laughs> it's so
2: it's absurd. It's absurd.
0: It's a, that's a perfect way to say it. Okay, I think we're finally ready to move on. Yeah, please to a new talking point. Um, kind of before we get into, there's something I, that's very near and dear to me that I want to discuss. But before we get into that, I, uh, PSX happened, and PSX, watching that keynote live with you guys was, was really incredible for me because there were so many announcements that were exciting. I couldn't believe these things were happening. And it was just kind of one thing after another. Hey, you're getting Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza 6. Whoa, thanks. Yeah. You're getting... Zero Kiwami and 6. I get, what, what world are we what in? What world are we in? Like, what is happening? We were once in a timeline where, where we were ignored. You know, and and now suddenly it feels like, like,
2: Cosmo's raining from the skies. You know, it's it's a totally different thing. After Yakuza 4 came out, there was a two-year period where I was like, this sucks, man. I'm never going to get to see how the story ends. No one understands. Now it's like, here's too much. Right,
0: right, right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah, and, uh, you know, just them them even just show. I mean, I'm, I'm... I'm Ben Moore, I'm going to notice a lot of the the anime games, I guess. But like Rapa V3 on that stage. Yeah, how cool is that? It was really cool. Um, Last of Us 2 and Uncharted. Damn. Whoa. 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 Damn, yeah. And, and like, I feel like people forget about some of the smaller stuff, but bringing Wipeout back, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Being Parappa the Rapper and Patapal and Roko like really, yeah. woefully underappreciated series. Parappa maybe a little less so. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Super cool! Like, I can't wait to play Parappa.
1: Nino Kuni two.
0: Nino Kuni two. You want to talk about RPG goodness? Was that trailer? Mm-hmm. Were you not just immediately like, yes, yeah, of course, yes, of course, course. This is going to be great. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um. So, but beyond that, we can talk about the announcements a little bit if you want. We are doing a, a bigger, more involved PSX kind of reaction thing where we'll get into everything. But I just want to know if there were one or two things that either you played or saw that really left an impression on you and that you want to discuss here. That I played something there, like on the floor. It can be, it can be something you saw, an interaction you had, just some one takeaway from PSX that you want to share on Frame The meet and greet does that count?
2: That was sure, amazing. let's talk about the meet and greet. That Damn, was like my thing ever. was everything, yeah. man. That was sure. the best. Yeah. Uh, uh Yeah, we we all talked about how we expected you know forty of you to show up, and it turned into one hundred and fifty at yeah. least. Um, and I think. I, I just enjoyed seeing all the allies interact with everyone. Like, everyone was interacting with everyone, you know? Like, fans with fans, fans with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. it just felt like a family, and it felt so good, and um, it was motivating. Everyone Very that emotional.
0: I talked to, everyone, and I mean this, was just so gracious mm-hmm. and polite and enthusiastic and happy to be there. And I, yeah. and I thought to myself, like, this is the community EZ has cultivated. Like, this is a place where where... You know, it's it's good vibes, and it like people can come together and 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 love something. In this case, video games, or or, or tabletop, or yeah. fiasco, or, or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Or each it's other. Just, it's just, I was so happy that there was so many people.
1: Yeah. That that yeah. kind
0: of all united under this like crazy banner of love and respect. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was it was
1: crazy. It's really cool. I'm like talking to people that came from like Norway.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was like, what, what? Yeah. Vikings? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. two, uh, yeah, two two gentlemen from Norway came up and they're like, "We're real Vikings." <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome." It was awesome. Uh, it was Sorry. awesome. Sorry, a little off, a little semi-off topic. Uh, Not at all. I'll go
1: last because you know what I'm going to talk about.
2: Uh, well, I think you and I might be talking about the same thing. Yes, we are. Okay, we already are. Two things were definitely my favourites. Three things there are three games, really. Mm. The only three that I even need to talk about. Uh the first one being wind jammers. Who with you was yes. one of the highlights. Hands down. Benmore and I in the back uh, got a got a best of three series wind jammers. Yes. I think you took me at the end there. But uh I it, didn't played before though. It was so much fun. I, I cannot even stress how fun that game is and how tactical and how it's just mind games. Yeah. It's just it reminds me of chess or something in a in a weird way. And it's just you need you need uh you need to be thinking a move or two ahead mm-hmm. and you need to have super quick reaction times. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. I love it.
1: Dude, nice. the feeling when you play Windjammers with Huber for a bit and he doesn't even Say it was fun and I'll bring it up, dude. Feels bad, man. (laughs) Feels bad, (laughs) man. Friendship's crumbling on the head, man. Because we were buying
2: friendly. (laughs) Then more like, we were trying to beat each other. I feel well, yeah. You had a totally
0: different yeah. interpretation yeah.
2: of this event.
0: <laughs> I, like, I was just what yeah. I was just laughing in spite of the time. I'm taking oh, your I was just I was just like, oh I'm happy to be I was here for here. the
2: blood and glory. You were, okay, oh, I guess
0: that makes sense because like after every time he scored, like, yeah. he would turn to me and go, Mind games. I like <laughs> get right back into the action. Um, yeah. get in his head. And I was just like what? <laughs> So oh, good. Then he started yeah.
2: doing this, like, flame move. Yeah. I was like, how are you even doing this? The disc is flying all over the place. Yeah. Man, it's fun. It fun, is fun. Fun, fun game. It's mm-hmm. immediately fun. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. within Immediate. seconds. Within yeah. seconds. So yeah. good. That's, yeah. yeah. So good. Uh, then um, Machina. Next Machina. How do you say it?
1: Next Machina. Next Machina. House smart game. Uh,
2: the House smart War game uh, from the creators of Rezogun. That looks so rad. It's like Rezogun on foot. Feels really good. Um, I had a near-perfect run. I was going for the high score on one of the machines and had a, had a nearly-perfect run and got, like, 1 million. And the high score was 4 million. I was like, what? The, how do you even... How do you do that? And they said, a lot of secrets. Lot and of that secrets. was very surprising to me because I went through this thing, like, two or three times. I went through... It's, like, a, a stage one or whatever. You go through a couple frames and you go get all the way through. And... I didn't even realize there were secrets to be found, you know, yeah. so uh, the fact that that stuff is that hidden in there uh, is really cool and exciting.
0: That, that's so awesome because I feel like it's one of those games, and I love this when it happens, where you spend a lot of time with it and you sort of develop your own style. And then you go online and you see a guy and just like,
2: I didn't even know I could play that. Yeah. Well. I yeah. love that feeling yeah.
0: so much. Yeah. Very they said cool. there's
2: like hidden levels and stuff that you <gasps> yeah. can find mm-hmm. and going. So I thought that was exciting. Uh, and then now, now it's now it's your turn, Brad. No, 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 I'm going. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, survival mode, oh, uncharted, uncharted with Brad Ellis. I've been playing forever. And Quentin, I don't know how to play. And you're like, we're going on hard. He he gets, yeah. the, he gets yeah. the good vibes. It was the best because on the first day, I really wanted to play it, but they were super busy back there. I wanted to like mm. get, play it with Quentin. He works at Naughty Dog. I was like, dude, I want to do like. Something hard because they kept stressing how hard it was. It looked kind of hard. The prog- this game, this is amazing. This is not just some simple add-on to Uncharted Full multiplayer. I really want to stress that that this is a stand like it almost feels like a standalone expansion pack. Um, because there's an entirely different progression. Okay. You can carry like your skins over and stuff, but in terms of your stats and weapons, everyone when this come out. But when this comes out, it's starting at level 1, which is really nice. It's a refresh for people that may have been away from a while. Uh, he said his biggest inspiration when designing this was Destiny. Oh, cool. That, like, loot and trying to get through something. Yeah. Uh, so it's 50 waves. You have to go through an easy, then uh, normal, and then crushing. Mm-hmm. You have to go in order. And each time you get through one, uh, you know, each difficulty has better rewards. You can get, like, up to level 5 weapons, um you do five waves at a time and then you get you back out so it's not like oh you're doing all 50 at once it's like you do one through five and then six through ten each tenth wave is a boss fight brand new bosses they made for this game um and then when you beat crushing you get hardcore mode which is all 50 waves at once (laughs) hours you lose you get game over you're done all you're done waves. all 50 waves at once <laughs> and if you get game over it's you're done i love that idea and uh <laughs> like 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 ranked multiplayer they give away some really awesome awards or uh like cosmetic stuff that you can only get if you are there and if you beat it uh which is really cool and rewarding um so yeah brad and i did i said yo, i want to do like something hard i want to do crushing yeah and he was like no too intense because <laughs> yeah i'm a, at psx yeah. having a good time yeah. Dude. yeah i wanted to try like the hardest because like the, dude crushing is insane but we did hard we did the middle of hard like 25 through 30 mm-hmm. and it was so intense we struggled to get through it we did get through it but it was really hard especially the boss we were like kiting it around fighting for our lives like by the time it ended and we beat it like i was sweating they're, like, dripping from my face.
0: Can I tell you a, uh, a great moment that you and I shared hmm. at PSX that you just reminded me of? Huh. Is uh, we go to check out Wipeout, and uh, Huber puts the controller in his hand, and you can go through the menus and pick, like, course and AI difficulty <laughs> and all of the stuff. <laughs> And the option was like, like I think, the like normal or skilled. And Huber just flipping everything immediately on hard, going, "I'm skilled." Yeah, I'm skilled. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm skilled. Just like I uh, said, we're skilled. I was okay, like, we're skilled. We're skilled. We're sure. skilled. And he's he does the first race. Spends the entire time
2: running into this Rush. wall, running into that wall, running into that wall. It was like uh-huh. rainbow road style, yeah. where yeah. there's like yeah. no barrier. Yeah. So big of falling off, falling off. Like
0: it's exploding. Like pretty quiet throughout the whole race. Gets yeah. like halfway through, my skill is back. <laughs> it
2: was um, so hard. Yeah. super oh, challenging yeah. game. Yeah. Is wipeout. I want to see some professionals on that thing. <laughs> Jeez. We're yeah, we're we, got we need this. to scale that back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just so, I had to share that. No, yeah. Uh uncharted though. Very 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 excited for that to come out. Excellent.
0: Damiani, what do you got for me?
3: Uh I mean, I was I'm just glad that we have a new tenpole event with PlayStation experience Yeah, the press conferences to look forward to during winter mm-hmm. every year going forward pretty much like it's nice not to have to be like man everything's during the summer it's like E3 and then a few other events and then like towards the end of summer it's like TGS and Comic or Gamescom they wrap it up that used to be like the end of the year it's like that's it and this is the fall release season see you next E3 for yeah. anything <laughs> hype and now it's like alright all the fall games have come out now it's like, here's PSX. Here's what we could start getting excited for, like, starting early next year. It's nice to have something like that. And That's it, what's
2: really exciting, too, is at PSX, when it's over and you want all these games that aren't out yet in the future, you look to your backlog of all the games that just came out. So it's like, okay, I still got this to play, I got this to play. Yeah. Need and to say, sorry. big fan of the Shadow Drop. So many.
1: Love Shadow Drops. So many Shadow Drops.
2: Shadow
0: Drops. Shadow
3: drops. Shadow drops. It's, it's going to come. This profit. will be a point next year where we're just like... Stop shout dropping. It'll be too many. It'll be surprising when a game has a demo in the future. It's like, yeah. oh, it's yeah. got a release date for once. How original of them! <laughs> 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 Everything wasn't available day one. Yeah. Good job. Um, even though it was uh not, it was part of PlayStation experience. Um, watching the uh the finals of a uh, Capcom Cup. Ooh. That was pretty cool. And seeing... USA. USA defended the skies. Knuckle Dew and Ricky Ortiz mm-hmm. taking it to grand finals, knocking Japan out. Ooh. So long, Japan! <laughs> Chun Li, Arminka represent. No more, no more cheese. Although they're probably going to nerf mean. her. <laughs> probably, yeah, there was cheese. There was definitely cheese. Those assists. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, is this a Marvel game? All of a sudden, mm-hmm. these assists saving you. Um, it, it was, it was a nice thing to see, and it was nice to watch it capped off. With that Marvel versus Capcom Infinite gameplay trailer. Yo,
1: dummy, talk to me about this real quick. I didn't see it.
3: So, it, it, it showed the 2v2 action. Mm-hmm. Um, people need to... It was funny to see older marvel players calling the newer people whining casuals because they don't know about anything before Marvel MVC2 like you know of Marvel superheroes right. and the gems like yeah, the this gems, is yeah. what they're doing guys although they said it's actually more like uh, the groove uh, link system or something uh, for, no, no, um, CBS 2. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's yes. more like that, actually, is what the the, the gems are going to be like, is what uh, one of the Capcom people compared it to. Um, they just said it got too complex with Marvel vs. Capcom 3 having three characters, then your assist you got to pick, and you got to, like, choose from this giant roster. They knew FGC people loved it. But they want, to scale it they, back. they want to scale it back, and it does have a history. This is like the origins of the, the versus games kind of yeah. came from this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a throwback to that, um, although some people, it's interesting, some, some people debate that this is why they didn't call it four, because it's not the real fourth one. Oh, it's just some, on. it's some like half step before we get the X-Men back and get the true Marvel four. I was like. Oh.
0: Sometimes I hate. I don't know. Movie.
3: They just need to be grateful because there was one point, like you were saying, like with the accuser, there was a point where I didn't think there was gonna be a story. Yeah, there was a part like a year or two ago, as recently as early this year, like you were never gonna see Marvel vs. Capcom again. It's probably a realistic mm-hmm. thing that you are never seeing this license renewed. Yeah, you are done. Ultimate Marvel Three oh, was the end of it, and now you have a future where not only is there a new game coming out. You got the shadow drop of the PS4 version. Still straight port. Uh, It's missing the the Magneto outfit because I guess the... Spanish Monarchy complains to Marvel every time they release that outfit.
0: The Spanish Monarchy. <laughs> 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 they, call, they call up on
3: speed dial Marvel. What? It's like, why did you release that Magneto <laughs> oh outfit again? God. It's offensive to us. Whoa. So you got to take it out. It
2: I don't so it wasn't a licensing offended. thing. It's yeah, just, they, right. just, they,
3: just well, they want to avoid that. I but respect it, that. I but respect it opens that. up the yeah, door that they made that. that change. It opens up the door Whoa. to they might patch Marvel 3 hmm. before Infinite comes out. Which has been one of the things they've been asking for. Mm-hmm. There, there's hope for this. If it does well, there could be more. It, it's just a good time. And that that tweet from someone that put out with the photo of Yipes' reaction, just like could not believe we're getting another. Like he didn't like you saw the rumors. Like I still don't believe it till I see it. Like you guys are just like it's gonna rip my heart out if they don't show it off this weekend. And it was all a lie, and it's it's happening despite my you know my complaints with how it looks the trailer or whatever. Who cares? Like, we'll see how it plays when it comes out. There's hope for the future. It's
2: a really hard sell for me with no X-Men. That, is, like, that's if a the X-Men, If the X-Men are not in this game, like, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to play it, but I, won't, I just won't be excited.
1: First, I, uh, I won't, I won't yeah.
2: have excitement going forward
1: into it. Uh, X is in it, so I'm way down. I'm, I'm
2: kind yeah. of in the Bradley That's, Ellis yeah. camp here, where I,
0: I always care way more about the Capcom side yeah, of characters than I do Marvel That's side. That's true. No,
2: that Wesker that shows up, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I saw the Wesker yeah. reveal trailer, yeah. and he was like, I'm back on board, guys. Nem- <laughs> Nemesis? Yeah, Nemesis. Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, so, just, um, then just have like a Capcom versus something. I don't know. like the, To have it be Marvel versus Capcom with no X-Men? Hey, man, they're just separate. Fox owns them now. I was uh,
3: watching. No, 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 Fox has the movie rights. They don't oh, actually okay. own the X Men. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That's a that's a <laughs> I got gotcha. you misconception.
0: Um, I was watching Maximilian stream last night uh, as I was fighting Adamantoi in Final Fantasy XV, and it's uh, yes, your fighting the boss. <laughs> uh, he, it's a great stream. You should go check it out. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, he heard. I can't, this is all just total speculation, just total rumor, but there's a reason I'm bringing this up. He said that, uh, you know, from the Capcom side, some of the characters that they might introduce are Mm -hmm. Proto-Man, okay, Monster Hunter Hunter, which I thought about and it's like, oh, oh, you could totally make that work. Um, Falcon. From the the lead character in the the like pilot jacket and the blonde hair from Power Stone, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. and it's just yeah. I it made me realize that there have been a lot of great MVC characters, uh, but they could go even deeper. Yeah, and like Asura, that was was one of the rumored ones, and cool. that's cool. that's really what I want to see. Is I I'm I'm excited. Like there are, there are characters that I want to see return that I really mm-hmm. love from both sides, but man, it'd be really neat to. to get some other characters some
2: love. Like, can you imagine maybe giving Dragon's Dogma some love? If William Birkin is in the game, yeah,
0: then okay. I'm 24-hour stream. I think we just need to make a Resident Evil fighting game for you. That's true. Yeah,
3: okay. Here's one for you. Yeah. Because Capcom developed it and Disney owns the IP. Scrooge McDuck.
2: Yeah, that'd be great. But that pogo, pogo stick. would be great. Can you just, like, the super's just <laughs> him. So good.
1: Dude, he, like, uh, throws money and, like, six the Beagle Boys yeah. on someone or something. <laughs> Scrooge you Or McDuck. Huey doing Louie, dude? They yeah. have, oh, especially this Huey doing Louie coming and and throw like and gold lunch coins pad. at people. And Launchpad. crashes Come plane. in the shopper,
2: dude. Oh my god. Yeah. God! The beatdown with the cane. It's like, my god!
3: Oh. He dives you
1: into
2: the money, man. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Like, <laughs> in the safe. Throws you in the safe. K.O. did
1: they have the theme in it, maybe? And like one of the levels is like the moon. fighting on top of the safe, like the giant safe and duckburg the or something like moon that, moon. dude. Can <laughs> you imagine? Believe you could handle can this? Can you train. imagine playing NBC and just like the Ducktales thing blowing as you're fighting, fighting? the vault. Boom, Bam, boom, bam, 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 Oh my god! Fighting like Thanos. <laughs> I love That's this. Great. Oh my
2: god! <laughs> I love this so much. Capcom fight, or, uh... Yeah, Capcom Finals. It's Scrooge McDuck <laughs> versus Wesker. <laughs> what? what? I'd scream out loud. Oh my god. Did
0: you uh, did you like Wesker's invitation in MVC 3? I loved him.
2: <laughs> I l- Wesker. Glasses are coming on. I l- like Wesker, the Resident Evil 5 Wesker. I love Resident Evil 5 Wesker. Can I be. The can I. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I love it.
0: Can I be real with you for one second? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like let's let's pretend Wesker the character a real, real person. Yeah. You think you would leave your girlfriend for and you know take a shot at Wesker? <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> no. Just, but I'd want to grab kidding. a beer with him. You want to grab be a beer? That's yo, it? Tell me your plot. Don't tell me you would try <laughs> to grab plan his butt. You would totally
1: try to grab his butt, dude. Don't, Don't
2: lie to me. <laughs> no. I would just I'd, I'd be like, yo, tell me your plan. What's tell going on. Your plan. What's going on? I'd, I'd call him Albert. Sweet. Would you? Would you like offer your? Albert. Would you offer your help? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I like, whatever you need. Quit do you sleep. want to experiment on me, like Orochi style, <laughs> <laughs> like inject me <laughs> with some viruses. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh,
1: quick side no. <laughs> Me and Huber were talking last night because mm-hmm. you said like grabbing a beer with Westerd. Tell me your plan. We were talking about like that, doing that with Miyazaki or something. Yeah. Like. Tell me your plan. Like, tell me what this is all about. <laughs> tell boy, me what's like going the, on. The
2: cryptic Bloodborne lore that's yeah, like neither what, confirmed nor denied. What did you mean by that? What did you mean, what, Miyazaki? What do you mean? Here? What do you mean by that? Yeah. Tell me what you were thinking at this moment. <laughs> uh, this line. Read it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, are we ready to
1: ready to move on? No, oh. he didn't go. Yet. Did you? Oh yeah, he went. We gotta
2: talk about what we're doing. I know, that's what
1: I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's dude. What I'm Just, This is the real <laughs> deal. <laughs> yeah, this Brett, is the real deal. I love how excited you are about this,
0: because I am very excited as well. It's time. Uh, I couldn't save this for our PSX stream.
1: Brad couldn't save it, either. Hold on. I'm gonna bring up one thing before we get into the please, PC bit. Please, please. One game.
2: Dino Frontier. <sighs> yeah. yep. PSVR game, dude. Yep. Kyle Bossman tweeted us, no, he texted. Texted us. He texted everyone individually, which is a big deal. Individually, An individual, individual, yeah. personalized text from Kyle Bossman. He's like, "You need to go play Dino Frontier." He
1: told me if you play one game, at PSX, make you it need to. Dino
2: Frontier. Ten out of ten. Okay.
0: I n- I never get texts from Kyle Bossman. Me neither. This, this
2: felt like yeah, uh,
0: like, d- like I have to do this because it I'm was on letting su- him down. Because it was on
2: Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because he knew we were there Sunday, he's like, "Yo, guys, Dino but this Frontier. this affected him so much, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell me why."
1: Okay, so Dino Frontier, PSVR game, think like RTS mm-hmm. in PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. So, oh my god, just think like the vibe. Of it okay? The vibe. So I'm gonna tell you like what we the did in the vibe. demo. I'm gonna walk you through the demo. Walk me through it. Walk me through it. It's like a Knott's berry farm. Yeah. So you're starting out like this plot of land. You got like a building, or, like a couple buildings, and you got these little dudes walking around. So it's, like, thinking like, this table. It looks like you're looking at this table right now. Okay. And you can, like, drag the table closer to you, and you can look, like, really close at the guys walking around and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Pretty much, it's, like, an RTS. So you have this, like, town. It's, like, the Wild West kind of thing. But there's also dinosaurs in this place. So you start off, you have these guys, you drop... You can pick up these guys and, like, take them to the location and it signs them to a job. Okay. So, like, there's a, like, a... Lumber mill. A lumber mill, yeah. So you, like, pick up this little dude and you drop him in there. Then he's got, like, like, an adorable little lumberjack outfit on And then they go out there and they start chopping down trees and, like, wood. So you, like, you pick up the wood and, like, drop it in the building and you get, like, the wood points. So you get things like that. Then you get hunting lodge. So you get a hunting lodge, Ben. So you got these guys. You mean, the hunts. Oh, and there's food also. You get some guys get food. You so have to harvest resources. So like like food, yeah, You're like picking berries and stuff like that. You know, yeah. You pick the berries and go like eat them, get food. Then you got hunting lodge. Sent these hunters out. They fight some like, like some sort of dinosaur, little like scrub dinosaurs. Okay. You know, kill them, get the food. Then it's like, okay, now you hunt for raptors. So you send them off, dude. And they get in like a little fight, like the most adorable fight ever, like fighting raptors with guns and stuff. Okay. Like you have to see this art it's style. Like, b-chow, b-chow. Yeah, It's like pew, pew. And you like defeat a raptor. Then, then it's like hogtied. So <laughs> then you drag them into your uh, hunting base. Now they're mounts. Mount the raptors. Oh, whoa. So yeah. then you put the hunters on the raptor mounts. Yeah. Then it's like fight this T Rex. The T Rex, the boss. So you the t-rex you boss. go
0: into
2: battle mounted on these yeah. Raptors, facing off against this yeah. giant T Rex. Yeah, like yeah. the hunting lodge, there's a flag, and that's your rally point. You can move the rally yeah, so you and you can like have them go anywhere you want. And you can also like put the rally point over here, and then grab them and just put them there, and then they'll like patrol that little area. Uh, the art style is what really sold yeah, me on you, it. The art style, like it's perfect for a yeah. game like that. Very oh. very fun game. So
1: then you have the showdown with the T Rex. He's like. He, like, picks up one of the raptors and hunters, like, eats them and everything Shut like that. Up. Then you finally defeat the T-Rex, and at the end, it's the T-Rex out of your camp, like, chained up. Like, he's yours now.
2: Yeah, it captured. Can it. you ride the T Rex? We and don't the, know the that demo. That the
1: ended. end of the demo.
2: Yeah. Okay. I was like,
0: dude,
1: I want... I asked the guy, I'm like, when is this coming out? Yeah. When is when is this coming out? When? When is this coming out? And he's like, oh, next year. I was like, I will buy a PSVR for this game. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I was like, this is this is what I've been waiting for, dude. This yeah. is a killer app for me. Yeah. This I, game... I don't
0: know if we've we've
1: had that impression with any of the PSVR no, stuff. Yeah. I but... haven't. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I would buy a PSVR. You for can like pick up the
2: your people too and like dangle them over the T Rex and he's like trying to. Like, grab them and stuff. You can, like, throw yeah. them at the sign. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I know this is a really cheap word to use, yeah. but it's just charming, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. it just, just, it just, it's it so just interactive, charming. which is exactly yeah. what you want when you're in VR. Yeah. You want to play with stuff. And it know? makes
1: sense that Kyle Bossman would love this game yeah. so oh. much. This is a Kyle game. This is, a, this is
2: like take a knee game. Take, take a knee. knee. Yeah. Take a knee.
1: Get in there, like Ben. You need to play this. Game.
2: I, I, you've sold me. You gotta play this. Yeah, to also, too, like the loading screen and stuff, or like before you you entered the stage. Yeah, it was like nighttime, mm-hmm. and there was like this campfire. campfire yeah, and oh, they're all just huddled cozy, around. Oh, playing like a little guitar. Yeah, I feel like an idiot for missing this. Is one of those games? Yeah, this is one of those VR games that like I want to be inside. Yeah, I want to be in that. You world. know, and that's that the biggest you, compliment I can, can give be, a VR game. Can
1: mm-hmm. be you're god in that world put me in the (laughs) matrix yeah Yeah. cool so it got me excited for you just like even thinking about rts and ps or like in vr in general i never really thought about it before like that like dude
2: but it seems like it's so easy to do to just get people where you need them to go and manage stuff yeah cool also real quick yeah highlight mlb the show mlb the show i know we don't this we don't talk about sports enough wait no 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 it's not the style of the show.
0: We talk about wherever the flow leads us. Good.
2: So I'm talking about sports. So seven we love one sports. minute. <laughs> I love sports. Uh, so we went over to the MLB The Show Lounge for a quick little... Ooh, little, drink-y, little, drink, little drinky? Little drinky poo. Little rest break. Yeah. And it was the, dude, it was the best setup. It's at the bar mm-hmm. with the controllers at the bar mm-hmm. and the TV right there and we're playing. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. That's pretty cool. So they had the retro mode. Okay, that's all we played. We played the retro mode that they briefly showed at the the keynote. Yeah. This is amazing. This retro mode. It is. It felt like I was playing MLB baseball on Game Gear. That is the closest thing I can, can relate this to. I thought
1: of Bad News Baseball on NES when I played it.
2: There's legit, like, two buttons, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's so it's so arcadey. Like, when you move your guy in the batting box, he just floats. He, like, you slides can, like, across oh, the ground. You can, yeah, <laughs> you can, like, float him anywhere. So one guy pitches with X. That's it. You just... Th- X is throw the ball, and uh, you can, like, aim it, you know? You throw it, and then, you like, the stick will be, like, movement, so you can throw it and kind of, like change direction mm-hmm. direction yeah other guy X is hit square is bunt. that's it so fast went through an entire nine inning game in like 15 20 minutes I
1: actually had fun playing and this it game. was
2: so much fun it was like it's MLB the show like had one off year I think was like MLB 15 or 14 it had like an off year but it's always consistent it's always great quality Um, but rarely do they add anything of, of value. Like sure. They add little, like little different modes here and, and they refine some things. They open up like online season mode and there's like some minor additions. This mode feels like a huge addition. And I think it's going to be, I
1: think Mm -hmm. it's
2: going to be like the biggest draw to this entire game this year. I think this is going to bring a lot of players in that are not that into baseball. I I feel like you're speaking to me here. Yeah, like like this is a mode that you could easily lose yourself in for a few hours just streaming. And I I think it's... This this mode is speaking to non non sports fans or non baseball fans. Me. It, what it's I love, yeah, Brad loved it, and, and he yeah. doesn't like baseball. Like he doesn't hate baseball, but he's lukewarm. Like whatever. If it, if it was just you know the next MLB the
0: show, I'd be too intimidated to like exactly. go through like a season or something. Yeah, this is a perfect gateway. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. kind
2: of get your kind of get your feet wet a little bit, and then maybe yeah. you're like, oh, I'll try out that other stuff. And yeah. I think that's really great. two buttons. Two buttons, and it was just, dude, you want to talk about wind, jam, or Mind Games? This guy, man, yeah. how many freaking times he's throwing the ball inside? I keep swinging, miss, swinging, miss. Keeps throwing it inside, inside. He downloaded. He just, he just goes. He goes. Gilled. He goes. Can't lay off it, can you? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So it was like he he swung every time. Every time. Every time. Really fun. Can't lay off it. Can't lay off it. I can't. It was it was a blast. Beautiful. All right, Ben all right we ready it's time for the real deal it's time for the real deal
0: um quick quick very quick preface uh so they had a story trailer for persona 5 uh that came out right around the same time as the (laughs) keynote for psx and it it is honestly the first thing i've seen from persona 5 where i'm like whoa whoa i just was not feeling the voices and i i wasn't sure to think i'm like oh man is this dub gonna be bad i mean it's great that they're bringing the the japanese Japanese vo but I, i you know i think a bad dub paints a negative impression for that game for a lot of people and i you know i didn't know how i feel about it was, i'm like is this not up to snuff and then uh, brad and i were fortunate enough to go kind of get a behind closed doors mm-hmm. demo of persona 5 and brad i've said a lot about persona 5 and there's one thing that i want to nail home here but i want i want to know what you think
1: <sighs> the best game i've ever played at a show period could be one of the best games i've ever played period
2: we are off the I'm rails I'm not even now. kidding. I'm not even kidding.
1: Like I'm yeah. not trying to be overly. No, no, really. no. Like this That's is how you one. Feel. This this was like one of like the greatest games I've ever seen.
0: Brad, when you when you it finished like it, you greats. came you, you
1: messaged me and it just the I urgency texted, in your voice. I texted Ben immediately and I yeah. said just played Persona Five. Period. Holy shit. Yeah. And so,
0: you know, it's a game that we are extremely excited about. But this, this demo kind of, we got to spend more time with it. And I think get a better sense of, of what's really going on in this game. Yeah. Can I, I pay a picture? Mo- yes. Can I pay a picture real quick? Pictures. So like,
1: I was super confident Persona of already. I'm like, I don't need to worry about this. I'm the most confident I can ever be in a game. Right. Somehow this surpassed that. Yeah. My expectations of this game, even though I was like, this game is already a 10, no matter what. Guess what? It's past the 10. We're going ten stars on this baby. This is one. This could be like the greatest game I've ever. I, oh my god, dude!
0: Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Oh and my. Uh, the thing that I, I really want to talk about, and I want to mm-hmm. know your your opinion mm-hmm. on this, is I think we need to talk about something that goes on with RPGs, specifically JRPGs. That Persona Five made me realize. Oh, it doesn't have to be, be this one. I'm talking about playing to the cheap seats. I'm talking about having. Sort of the same story, repackaged or repurposed in different ways. Mm-hmm. Where you know the beats, you know the character opt- archetypes, and they just keep recycling this stuff again and again. Final oh, Fantasy,
2: dude, chosen one. How many times do we sure. need some like, chosen character?
0: Absolutely.
2: And just really
0: simple fan servicey stuff that, that feels more of an obligation rather than an inclusion of purpose. Um, and I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't exist in Persona 5. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Of course there's fanservice, I'm sure. Absolutely. But, oh, you bet. But... What the, the broader point that I'm trying to make here is the scene that I was shown from Persona 5. And we can't talk about story details. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to talk about story details. Uh, but what I need to say is this game feels like it has something to say about our world today. Mm-hmm. And the things that it's tackling with don't feel dark for the sake of being dark or for the sake of being like, Oh my gosh, I, I can't believe you're talking about this. They're actually exploring these issues of of sexual assault Mm -hmm. being different in a foreign country. Uh, You know, the the abuse of authority and not like, you know, you typically see it in in RPG games where it's like, okay, you have this big political figure like like teachers in a school abusing these kids Mm -hmm. and, and how how well and how thoroughly they're exploring things and then how these things resolve themselves. And uh, just playing Persona 4, it talked about serious things as well, but there was sort of always this air of kind of naivety about the kids, right? They're, they're kind of from this small town. They're like, whoa, what's going on? The cast of Persona 5 feels a lot more grounded. And, like, they, they are aware of how bad things are, and they, they have to deal with this every single day. Um, and I just in the 30 minutes or so that i saw kind of going over these major story beats Mm -hmm. i i was blown away at the at the quality of storytelling and and how it made me feel like just so happy that this isn't just another japanese role-playing game where like okay i'll go through this get the platinum level up my guys like i'm thinking about my own life
1: yeah i think the key to this demo was tone tone the entire thing of tone like Yeah. I was talking to John about it, and he was talking about Persona 4. He's like, hey, you know, it kind of feels like uh, Scooby-Doo kind of almost at some some moments. Mm -hmm. This feels like real-life situations that normal kids are in, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of thing. Yep. And it just really strikes home. It's like it was just way more relatable to all these kids and everything, like all these situations.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, Brad. Uh, The other thing that, that I think you and I can both immediately agree on is... Uh, they went through a dungeon, and mm-hmm. people rightfully, rightfully slam on the dungeons of Persona Three and Persona Four, mm-hmm. where they just sort of feel like copy paste, very basic design. When, when uh, John, the the guy that was running us through the demo, said, "These are all like individually crafted dungeons. God, yeah. You yep. can immediately tell. There's so much more going mm-hmm. on. Uh, There's so much more interesting to walk through. They look so much better and distinct. Awesome. And each, from my understanding, again, limited experience." Each of these dungeons is like, you know, you're tackling different themes. points, themes in yeah, the story yeah. and they're all based around that theme in a way like that four is... Style. in 4-style. Yes. At 4-style, but like the next level Yeah, up. elevated. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. cool. Um, and just... i said this before, and to have it hammered home again, I think it deserves another mention. Every single little minute thing in this game feels like it it the, the attention to detail and just everything pops and has a flair like when you transition into battle the effect that happens when you win and the way it animates or when you talk to somebody and like the text box moves mm-hmm. it's just everything is so grabbing they don't they don't be like okay well we can just do what other people have done here like all of it It has a style, and everything it does in that game adheres to that style, and as a result, I think it is more immersive because they don't rest on their loyals, and they make even the simplest interactions, like, kind of exciting based on how they present
1: them. Everything felt appropriate, too, for that world. Nothing felt, like, out of left field, like, especially, like, the design choices. Everything felt... It was perfect. It was perfect how it was executed, and, like... I want to talk about the improvement of like the combat when you're yeah, in a, when absolutely. you're in a battle now. So if you've played old Persona games, you know you got your typical menu you're going through. Everything is now mapped to a button on the controller, so you're not going through menus as much. So it just like adds a lot of like uh, it's just w- way more fluid going in a battle now. You know
0: everything's so snappy. it's super
1: yeah. like the the flow of everything is so good now.
2: It's like I would almost take a uh, visual downgrade because, again, it's on PS3. It is a PS3. Like, there was a moment where I could tell it was a PS3 yeah, game. Sure. I'm okay parts. with the visual downgrade if all of that stuff is immediate. Everything yes. was immediate. Like, no load, so fast, Like, everything, everything like, yeah.
1: going through a battle and like, yeah. ending it felt, like, incredibly seamless. Heck everything yeah. felt like Perfect.
2: that. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Like, I like, um, Best sorry. soundtrack of all time.
1: Oh my god, soundtrack's great! Right? From what I heard of the soundtrack, yeah. it's already incredible. But like, I love the idea of now like you being able to switch your personas on the fly way easier now. Yes, like it was just like you're pushing right on the analog stick or R one or something like that instead of like going through the menu and equipping that one. You could do it on the fly for any time you want, kind of thing. Just like they were perfecting what a persona game was. It it is just such an incredibly
0: confident game. Oh my god, and it's yeah. un, it's unreal. And you know, it's it's one of those things. Where I have gone to a lot of preview events now, where what I initially thought of a game ended up being the exact opposite. Either I loved something or hated something, um, and there's there's always that seed of doubt. You know, you never know how it's gonna go in the end. But it is really hard. It is a struggle based on on what I saw to to not feel like this this is really going to be something special. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope I hope people give it a chance because I I, I think it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be
2: one of the greats. I think it's going to be, one, gonna of be one of the greats. Yeah,
0: and... Wow. And to have people who have played it Can't wait. in Japanese oh, and, it, and you can understand Japanese and do the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like, you don't have to take your foot off the gas, man. Like, no, it, it really is yeah. crazy. is it, super reassuring.
2: So It came out yeah. on yeah. PS4 in Japan already, right? Yep, it came yeah. out on, um, on PS4 and PS3 at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Are
1: we getting a PS3 version over here? I believe we are still getting
0: a PS3 version. It's hard to remember that sometimes. The only
1: Um, thing I saw where I was like, PS3, when I Mm -hmm. played that game, was when you're walking through the city and you see people kind of walking by and they kind of phase in and out as you get to a certain distance from them kind of thing. That was the only thing.
0: Yeah, and I think that's fair. And there are definitely times where it...
2: Yes. But the art style is so good, it doesn't even Yeah,
0: and the, the weird thing about Persona 5 that is going to take a little bit of time to get some perspective on, is when you compare it to 4, it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. because, you know, you're going from a PS2 game to mm-hmm. a PS4 game, and it's just every area is more densely populated. You know, you walk around Persona 5, or Persona 4, and yes, it's a country town, but there's no one on the streets. There's not yeah. a lot to, to interact with. I mean, there are, but it's just so sparse. Um, and you, like, get into a train in Persona 5, and it's just super crowded. It's like, oh, this is this is really cool. But yeah, yeah. Um, the style more yeah. Than anything else. This
1: is a game... Like, I don't do this with games, really. I would recommend literally every person who plays video games to try this game. I feel the to same. To try it. I feel the same. It is, like, the peak of where that genre is at now. Yeah. So hard.
0: Only because, you know, I wouldn't do this for, for a game where it's like, Oh, you know, I just think you'll have fun with this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's there's cool mechanics in it. I Like... I think this has the ability to 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 be a story that you connect with and I that that that's when what I feel see. when I have those moments where I feel like man I, I think a wide variety of people could really get something out of this is when I feel most compelled to be like no please go try this out
1: Yeah uh, I've been pretty blackout out on Persona 5 so I don't yeah. know a lot about anything and I saw these characters like one character for maybe 2 minutes mm-hmm. and I was already invested in this character yep. deeply like I cared about this character for like two minutes like that i think that says something if it was just one character for that long of time
2: absolutely amico bro immediate connection not great
1: great. (laughs) but yeah be excited about this game
2: very very excited
0: how are you guys feeling at the end of the table i know we kind of took that one over but
2: no good um media blackout Sure. So I yeah. it, it, did. We say too much. No, absolutely okay. not. Uh, there are some certainties in life, like uh, air and the sky and water, <laughs> and uh, Persona Five being one of the greats is just a fact of life. Yeah. That I'm just so sure of it. <laughs> everything I've seen, everything you guys have said. Um, yeah, it's like it's some just some things a, are like all opinion based, but this yeah, is fact. Yeah, some things are just this it, is fact. Are just inevitable. So just. I try not to think about Persona 5 until it's in my hands at the, at this point. Sure. Because I know it's a 10. Yeah. Like,
1: I knew it was a 10 already. Yeah. And somehow it's past the 10. Yeah. Breaking the scale. Yeah, I'm breaking so. the scale. New era. Just, just waiting.
0: Are you guys ready for some emails? Yeah.
1: yeah. Let's move on. Let's cool off with some emails. Dude. Yeah. Let's cool
0: off. Our first email comes in from Namzor.
1: Hey, Namzor. It's a cool. Name.
0: Uh, he says, Alola. Oh, he says, sorry, Alola Aloha. is Pokemon. He actually says, Aloha here. Aha. First off, I would like to thank the Easy Eyes for changing my opinion on Pokemon. Ben started it by including Sun and Moon in the last frame trap, of the panel's discussion got me interested since it had a tropical Hawaiian setting. Mm. That led me to Brandon Plays Pokemon, great show, by the way, where Kyle and Brandon gave me an excellent primer on the series, including their screening of Origins. That's an anime series. Uh, Since the original release, I have always had a strong, persistent disinterest, bordering on disdain (laughs) for the Pokemon series, but I can happily say that Sun and Moon will be a day one purchase when it comes out on the Switch, assuming that that happens, which it probably will, based on information. Also the first Nintendo system I'm buying since the N64. Damn. That's interesting. While I will most likely never play any of the older games, or definitely never watch the animated series or movies, the Pokemon talking using their names really grates a nerve, <laughs> I'm looking forward to starting my own Pokemon experience this year. Now for a quick question, Final Fantasy XV has some really good looking in-game food. So if a cookbook that allowed you to make real world facsimiles of in-game food was being created, what were your chop choices to be, uh, what would be your top choices uh, for food to include in it? So it doesn't just have to be Final Fantasy XV. Uh, what food would you like to cook or make a cookbook out of from video games?
1: Uh, I mean, I do oh, I got one. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't know
3: personally, but someone already does. There's a ton of food because there's a culinary class in Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. So there's a shit ton of food in there. Yeah. Someone actually has gone through and not only like made all of them, like done <laughs> videos and like done like photos of the final thing, but yeah. done the recipes for them and like made a whole website dedicated. And I was just like, holy crap, some of that stuff looks like really, really good. Mm-hmm. So. I, no it makes me think incredible. about yeah it makes me think about like what other games are out there because that one just like i just see the name sometimes like oh i'm just consuming it to get a buff and then you like you look at it like made out it's like hmm that looks pretty good but doesn't no one makes that in the real world or something yeah. i was like
1: damn makes me think all right brad what was yours oh well one real one one joke jokey kind of one The yeah. uh, real one would be dragon quest Yes. anything from Dragon Quest, man. Yes, I, I'm sure these actually barred, already man, exist. Yeah. yeah, but they have like a bar, but point. like yeah. a cookbook or something yeah. like that, theme around it. Definitely.
0: And like bound in the style of yeah. Dragon Quest. Oh my god, like... yeah. Uh,
1: second one would be Dark Souls, and it's just Estus and that's it. Just how to make <laughs> a, a stuff question. out of Estus. Estus what,
0: soup! What would be the prime ingredient in making
1: Estus? We gotta ask Miyazaki, dude. Okay. We, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Miyazaki. I guess it would technically be bonfire.
2: What's going yeah. on here? Yeah. Mizaki, yeah. what what do you mean over a beer? Yeah. What do you mean by that, Mizaki? How would you how would you prepare this food? <laughs> <laughs> how would you cook this? Try this. <laughs> um, Breath of the Wild. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Curveball there. Yeah. I like yeah.
0: that. You what you've seen so far has already made you decide. Mm, I want to eat. Makes me food. hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Very okay, cool. Uh, I think this already exists. I haven't seen it, but Monster Hunter. Oh, but but yeah. I want to oh, I want to cook meat raw meat like they do in Monster Hunter. Like I want to <laughs> yeah. sit by the spit and spin that thing and go oh, yay <laughs> with we'll so. <play> the music. <laughs> yes, with the music. I want the full experience.
2: <laughs> Definitely. That was a fun question. I would love a 15 cookbook. Seriously. So I, foodie I think, prepares in there. I think somebody on Reddit
0: is compiling recipes for, and there is a ton in Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Has gone and, and it is working on that right now. Damn. So. I was playing last
2: night at like two in the morning. Yeah, and like cook some stuff up, and I was like, "God, yeah, that looks good." Yeah, <laughs> this it, looks good it looks good. No? It looks so good. <laughs> yeah. It does. All right, our
0: next email comes in from Justin. Hey, Justin. Subject: Unable to play horror games. Oh. Hello, Ben, and the rest of the Frame Trap table. The entirety of October and November have passed me by, and there's one game sitting in my library that mocks me like nothing else. Resident Evil Remake HD. Oh my god. I downloaded the game because it was free with PlayStation Plus, and I have yet to even open the title screen. Because I'm scared of horror games. I love all video games, and it kills me to ignore an entire genre filled with excellence. Whenever I hear Huber rave about Resident Evil or the evil within, I get hyped right along with him and just want to jump right in. (laughs) But i think back to my attempts of playing Outlast and other games like it and how unbearably tense i got i want to love those games and it seems like the majority of the easy allies crew can handle the horror genre with one obvious exception so how do you go about enjoying getting scared how do you push past the fear or let it wash over you and come out the others end feeling entertained michael huber coach me or anyone else present on the panel I want to
1: take Resident Evil down. No, I think Mike should handle this whole thing. Sometimes myself.
2: you just can't force it. Honestly, yeah. as unfortunate as it is, like it's it's the same as people that get motion sick with VR. Like, not maybe, true. Maybe you're not gonna be able to play VR. You know, uh, there are people that cannot handle horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it frightens them to death. Like my grandma. She sees anything sketchy. She's having nightmares. She's staying up all night, like. So. How is she related to you? I don't know. My mom's side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm gonna counter this because uh-huh. I used to be way more scared of stuff. Sure. But at a point in my life, I was like, I need to move past this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I did play original Resident Evil when I was younger. Too scared to like even get past the dog part. Then I was like, I'm gonna keep going through this and move forward. Mm-hmm. And I did. And it opened up a whole new world for me of, like, content to look at, or video games, movies, whatever. Something I never usually would have done. I used to be a fraidy cat when I was younger, too. Like, Castlevania scared me when I was a little kid. Sure. But you got
2: there. But you moved I I move past it. I still am intimately connected to many people who, despite taking the plunge and watching a horror movie against their better interests, knowing that they cannot handle horror regret it every time yeah. and lose sleep over it. Sure. So I'm just
1: saying you can do it. you can move past it. Some uh, people can't.
2: I had an idea and I don't know if it's
0: true but do you think maybe playing something that that isn't as intense on the pure horror uh, might be a little bit better and I'm not I'm not trying to make a comment on the quality of these games but like for example I don't find Resident Evil 4 or 5 totally. super scary but there's there's enough of that horror element that maybe it's a good lead yeah. in to kind of maybe the more intense stuff
2: start there uh play in the daytime even mm-hmm. uh you know maybe open sure. some windows can't believe light. i mean you said you i be know like right? kyle listen
1: yeah. to a podcast when you're playing
2: if yeah, you're scared. kyle great example yeah. uh bloodborne was a little too intense for him so he just played with the podcast play with the lights on um but again this problem sounds very very serious i think yeah. you know some things unfortunately cannot be forced mm-hmm. um you know, especially if you've given a shot, especially if you've tried Outlast. Yeah. And you just couldn't get through like I think Outlast is way more intense than Resident Evil. Outlast is like at the top of yeah. the. Way, scale. You yeah. started like way higher. You yeah. you're you're cranking it to 11 yeah. with that, with that yeah. one. That yeah. So, uh I would try Resident Evil 4. Yeah. I think try that's that. good advice. Start,
1: yeah, start small and build your way up. I
2: yeah. do agree that you can't
0: that can't force certain things. Like, I'm, I'm never playing Deadly Creatures. It's not happening. It's
1: just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you get through the spider parts and Resident Evil's, though. You did it. I mean... You do it. You scream, but you I, do it. I get, like, another... Uh, I don't get another scar on my soul each time I have to endure it. Uh,
3: Damiani, do you oh, have we'll any advice for, for Justin? I mean, the only thing I could say is if you have the ability to play with somebody else and there's a co-op game yes. for one Ooh, of these. Very good idea. I, I don't want to... Like, RE5, like, is not the greatest art resident evil and might leave a bad even if you get over that hurdle that might leave a bad impression in your mouth and you know might not want you to get into the other ones I love but there yeah i i enjoyed as co co-op there are other games out horror games like, you know you play co-op mm-hmm. and play as huber said try playing in the, the day play it with a friend that way you know there's someone there with you and if any part gets into intense they could take over mm-hmm. It, it, that might be a good way to experience something of it. It might not give you. It might not get you over the hump either, because eventually you have to go back and play like Resident Evil. But if you have a friend there, you're the one who would have to be like playing, it. otherwise you're just watching them play it. So yeah. try that. that. That I think that's a good baby step towards getting that, and go from there. And if it's that doesn't work, then mm-hmm. yeah, don't
1: then it's don't not. go anything beyond that. There's Sometimes things aren't as bad as you think. Yeah. I'm gonna th- reference back to the old Doug episode. Oh. <laughs> From back in the day, where Doug saw a scary movie and he got freaked out and he tried seeing it multiple times. But in one session, he saw it, he was able to go through it. He, like, saw the back of his zipper. Faced his fears. He faced his fears. He saw, like, the back of his zipper on a monster suit. Then he started having a good time and he made it through that. I mean, yeah, totally. Like, some people can't move past things, but some can. And it's up to you to find out if you can. Can I just say what a wonderful show Doug was? Like, dude,
2: buddy, dude, Patty man dude, 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 dude. Roger
1: Clotz,
0: well oh hey, We need more Skeeter. quality, <laughs> Doug.
3: Duh.
0: You know we only uh answered two questions today for Frame Trap, but we're we're kind of running long already. So I think that's gonna do it. First day on emails. Let's do
1: one more. <laughs> Whoa! Let's bring the range. Let's do one more. All right. More. Let's okay.
0: Do one more. Okay. All right. I like it. This train doesn't stop. Nope. Alright. Uh comes from Zach. He says, Hi allies. Hey, Hello. Zach. I think it's time for a genre discussion. This one should be fun with the release of Final SC 15. Genres can be tough to define, but I think there is one genre where arguments on definition are both exceedingly common and downright ferocious. I am, of course, talking about the RPG. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I thought Ben's podcast would be the perfect place to talk about this. We live in a time where most games have what we call RPG elements. Mm -hmm. We have a whole slew of RPG subgenres, Japanese role-playing games, Western role-playing games, computer role-playing games, action RPGs, etc. Where does the line between RPG and another genre begin? Where does one draw the lines between the different RPG subgenres? These are the questions I propose to the
2: panel, knowing that a consensus will never be reached. Yep. respect. I've given up on genres. Yeah. Video games are video games to me. Mm -hmm. They all offer something different. And that's... So, a lot of people,
0: we get get messages, and a lot of people are like, I like, you know, shooters, or Mm -hmm. I like RPGs. And they they kind of, you know, they're curating their own tastes. And I get that, Mm -hmm. and I get that there are people out there that aren't 24-7 video games like we are, Mm -hmm. but... I used to be that way too, where I would only play certain genres. Mm-hmm. And once I let that go, I just like, whatever it is, you know, uh, it was so much healthier for me. And yep. very rarely, I think when I'm playing the game, it do am I constantly thinking about genre or yeah, what I no. expect no. from that genre? Mm-hmm. So I, I do feel like we're, we're making a cop out here, but that is- The genre comes to second to me. I, I yeah. see
2: the game, right, whatever it is, if I'm interested or not, cool. Yep i am then it's like okay this is a so-and-so like it's never like what genre is this before anything no that right. yeah i don't think like that totally i'm with you 100
1: yeah rpgs is tough because it's been like bled into so many other genres things mm-hmm. from rpgs you know now it's like Honor, it doesn't, if think... it has one rpg element is it an rpg now or something like right. that yeah i mean i
3: personally think it's just you just go by what the game displays the most of. Like, it's very hard to say a game is only this. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I do feel like for the purpose of helping people filter through their preferences, you can say, this game is largely like this right. with other elements and stuff. Like, I think that's the the best we can do anymore. Like yeah. It's really hard to just say, like, this is only an RPG because it has these things and it'd be like, this game is mostly, like, if you're looking for an RPG type experience, this game will probably scratch that itch because it has it focuses a large part on that but it also has these other elements so you wouldn't just call it an RPG but yeah. this is probably the biggest part of the game is it feels like an RPG or this just feels like a strategy RPG or something i mean yeah it gets a little <laughs> gets a little ridiculous sometimes getting into like the the argument of what actually constitutes what or what?
1: No. (laughs) Not right now. (laughs) Well, we already have the answer for that. Yeah, I mean, back in... I think
3: the older... The further back in time you go to the older games, the easier it is to Mm -hmm. dump them into those things. And it made sense then. But there was a transition point that happened like during the PS2, GameCube, Xbox era, I think. And once we hit 360, PS3, Wii era, it was just like most people you hear a lot of critics starting to say like the use of genres is getting really annoying. Like Dead like, it's, Rising. It's, is it's, Dead Rising
2: an RPG? Is it an yeah. adventure game? Is it a is it a survival horror? Is it an action game? It an action yeah. game? It's like what is Dead Rising? What is near?
3: Yeah, like go through go dude <laughs> go through Steam store right now and tick like yeah. RPG. See how many games you see on that list that you probably wouldn't call an RPG sure. or something, but it has RPG elements. Like that that's mm-hmm. where we are now. Like that, that, that and that's how most people are trying to categorize this stuff. It's just not very black and white anymore. And it
0: will never go back to that way. and you know or... A was a good answer. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Guys, boy, do I feel full right now. Yeah, Haven't had any food today. Don't need to eat. Probably won't need to eat for three more days. Like some JRPGs. <laughs> Don't you? Don't you? That's actually like, that's always the secret goal of Frame Trap is that we just get. Yeah. Yeah.
4: No.
0: I'm joking. Uh, I know we talked a lot about Final Fantasy 15. This is a this is a special episode of Frame Trap. The next one we'll go back to the usual stuff. It'll be there'll be more diversity, but I, I hope you enjoyed. I certainly had a good time. We laughed, we talked, we yelled. We got skilled. If you want more of us, please go to EasyAllies.com. There you can find links to our Patreon, our YouTube, our Twitch, all of that good stuff. We've been, you know, like doing a lot of things. I'm very happy with that. Happy to say that. Uh, And always looking to do more. Appreciate your feedback. Until the next time. PlayStation experience access provided by Sony.